Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, where you just draft your team and Underdog handles the rest. And you can win big cash prizes. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app and sign up with code 1010XL. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use code 1010XL. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> rise and shine, six o'clockers. Go time on a Tuesday morning. It's a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Six o'clockers know all about those truck guys. Uh, we welcome you aboard this morning. Uh, gosh, man, we got to come out of the gates with an RIP, man. An RIP. This guy hit home for a lot of you uh, six o'clockers. Perhaps you, well, in, anyone for that matter, but you're up and at him with us this morning, aren't you? Uh, Toby Keith passed away overnight. She said, I, seen you in here before. I mean, if, if you ain't jammed to a Toby Keith tune at some point. Either whether at a, a bonfire or a, you know, wedding reception, at some point, old Toby's come in and belted one out for you, hadn't he? I ain't as good as I once was, he. <laughs> Tell him, Toby. Tell him. Oh, he's nice and honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got a few years on me now. <laughs> back, there was there was a time back in my prime. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, sad news. He had stomach cancer. Uh, awful way to go by all indications. And, you know, uh, jamming right now, I guess, on God's front porch, huh? Strumming that guitar and um, R.I.P. Toby Keith this morning. E.T., if you do you have the uh, YouTube activated yet? I do. I'm no longer a YouTube follower during the course of the show. I find it distracts me. Uh-huh. Um, can you can you do you see something in frame that's not normally in frame? No, it's... right here in front. See right here in front. Can you see down? Is the, is yeah, the camera course, picking yeah, up? The camera ain't picking that. Okay, up. It's picking, you see you see what's sitting there, right? I, I I wanted it to be within the camera's views because this is top security, if you ask me. Uh-huh. All right, uh-huh. I, I have not one but two. Uh, Mrs. P. Spectacular. It's the chocolate chest oh, pies. Oh, yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, they're, they're right here. They are going to remain uh-huh, under uh-huh. lock and key. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, lest Team Denmark send somebody to try and uh-huh. mess things up. I, I see some, uh, gosh only knows, some barbecue sauce sitting here in the studio. I don't need to show up here right <laughs> at kickoff and find out somebody has put barbecue sauce all over Mrs. P's chocolate chest pies. Man, they're trying to sabotage. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I do know this. I don't. What time is your little, uh, what time does she, what, what time do I get my blue ribbon? What yeah, time's that at? I think you're going to get the ribbon about 1145. By 1145, yeah. yeah. So, again, because here's the deal. It's just a perfect setup. First, to whomever slices in to the chocolate chest pie and takes a bite. Uh-huh. Let me go ahead and say now at 6.07, you're welcome. Okay? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. The heavenly deliciousness is going to overpower you. And see, here's the good thing. Say what you want about me. Mrs. P is a saint. See, you can't hold the deliciousness against me. Because Mrs. P made it. It's a Mrs. P creation. You see what I'm saying, E? I see what you yeah, do. Yeah, I got to make sure we differentiate there. So, you know, we're just going simply 
by the taste bud explosion alone. And and trust me, Googans, that's what you're going to eat. Are they going to get a taste bud explosion? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I will say this. You, get, you, you need to like chocolate. You're not a chocolate person. Yeah, yeah you're already out of it. It's a lot now. He's going to come at you. Going to throw. Going to throw a haymaker at you. A chocolate. Right. No. Roundhouse kick. Oh, there you go. UFC style. But I'm talking about rich. It claw pure. your eyes. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. It reach right and show you your heart before you blissfully pass away. That's what this pie will do. In fact, we'll cut out a little slice. For my guy in the morning. I ain't scared of that. I'm not afraid of going in there with some... Pre- I'm not about presentation. Get you a knife, cut you a piece, you're welcome. I'll just leave it at that. Then I'll start... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll indoctrinate all of you out there into the power of the pie, and I'll start selling them for 20 bucks a pop. Then we, <laughs> yeah, now we're talking. I'm a hustler, I'm going to have to go and say, Miss B, how many of these babies can we cook up in a day, you think? <laughs> huh? I... <laughs> <laughs> Steve Griffin will come in one more and say, what the hell is this lying around the corner in the veranda here? I'll have a pie shop set up out front like Charlie <laughs> Brown or something. Huh? Let's make a little uh, extra cash. Just fresh daily. If I'm lucky, they'll be gone by 10. You know, more than you want to know. Just boop, there you go. Thank you, sir. Boop, there you go. You're welcome. See you again tomorrow. See you in two days. Don't, depends on how many you got at home. Anyway, enough about the pie. Here is what I have uh, gleaned about Super Bowl week, and uh, at least as far as last night is concerned, right? When it it was at its silliest, what did we do? We, oh, so silly. This is just silly. Why is that person uh, wearing a banana outfit and singing a peanut butter and jelly song? Why is this person dressed as the Statue of Liberty? Why is this Mexican reporter asking Tom Brady to marry her? Why are we asking Bill Belichick if he were a ninja turtle? Which turtle would we he be, right? We'd play the clips. Ah, you idiots. What are you doing, right? There's a, disti- a distinction here, so remember this. That's back when we called it Media Day, remember? It was Media Day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, they've changed it around a little bit now, right? You know what it's called now? It's not Media Day anymore. Do you know what it is? O- op- opening. It's opening night. Yeah, opening right, night, yeah. right. We can't make this about the media. How dare they have one day to spread their wings and have a little fun here at the Super Bowl? No, it's now opening night. And now what I realize is I hear question after question about, you know, football strategy and personnel you know, I need somebody to come falling from the rafters in a fart man costume and ask me a silly question. <laughs> now that it's now that the stupidity is gone, ET, I miss it a little bit, right? <laughs> Maybe there was a, a little last night, and I'm just not uh, completely caught up yet this morning. But yeah, opening night really brings you know, you know, a crystallization, right, to the huge magnitude of the most important game in the most important sport in our country. And that goes down uh, Sunday. And look, as nice a story as the Lions are and would have been in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, for, for the lifeblood of the NFL, this is such a much more premier matchup. Patrick Mahomes was asked finally yesterday about the L word, not love or even lust. No, it's legacy, right? He's asked about legacy yesterday when it comes to Tom Brady. Listen, we're getting way ahead of ourselves if we think even if Patrick Mahomes wins three this Sunday that he is marching on his way to that pasture land. Tom Brady has seven. Seven 
Super Bowls. And while we as fans can get up, uh, get caught up in just how easy it looks, it's not easy. Think about Brady's titles. Even the ones he won, E.T. Last second field goals. Needed a uh, needed a last minute drive to to win a couple of them. Came from twenty five down to beat the Falcons. Watched another team throw a silly interception when all they had to do was run the football to win another one. Oh, joined up whole brand new team. It's hard to win a Super Bowl, man. I, it, look at even the great Tom Brady, the goat, the seven. Think about what I just told you: a game winning drive to a field goal. Another year with a game winning field goal. Coming from 25 down, the greatest Super Bowl comeback ever, and your opposition handing you the game with an ill-advised throw on the goal line in the final seconds. Took all that for Brady to get to seven. So Mahomes realized, first and foremost, listen, listen, guys, in his best Kermit the Frog imitation, I'm only two and one. Kansas City is trying to become, not so ironically, the first team to win back-to-back championships since who? Hmm, I wonder. The GOAT. The Patriots. And so he knows that his team can put their stamp on NFL history if they're able to beat the 49ers. And Mahomes admitted, look, this isn't what I thought when I came in the league. I couldn't, couldn't have ever foreseen what was going to happen at the start of my career. But now this is six seasons as the starter for Patrick Mahomes. It's four Super Bowls. I'm sure these words come out a little more cliche. It's hard, I think, in the moment to really believe that you won't be back here again. Mahomes said, you want to get to the Super Bowl. It's your ultimate goal to be able, in my fourth one already, truly surreal. I just try to appreciate it. You don't even uh, know if this will be your last. I've been blessed to be in a lot with a great organization, with a lot of great players around me, so I just try to maximize those opportunities. Last team... As we said, the Patriots, uh, 3 4 But it'd be three Super Bowls in five seasons. And, you know, also fun fact, as we follow along, it'll be the third for Mahomes, who we've mentioned. He's only 28 years old, man. As to catching Brady, I'm not even close to halfway, so I haven't put a lot of thought into it. Goals to be the best player you can be. And, again, he goes out and thanks the players, the team, the organization around him. Do whatever you can do to win. If you ask me that question in 15 years, I'll see if I can get closer to seven. But seven seems like a long ways away still. Very true. Very true. Um, He also pointed out something else. I I think there are probably youth coaches out there who have employed this logic with their even youngsters, competitors. This is a competitive question. And you fall into this category. Whether you realize it or not, whether you've ever categorized yourself as not doesn't necessarily have to be sports could be a business you're in a client you're after a, a a goal you have set right here's a question you ask yourself and it defines and I think you want more of one of these two answers in your locker room than the other all right and I'll skip to which one I think is more important and I'll just say it this way Everybody loves to win. Go go find me somebody who doesn't love to win, right? E.T., you love to win? 
You play the lottery today. Be pretty cool if you want. Absolutely. Yeah, if you go play Guggen Hoops with all due respect to the high schooler waiting on you, you go to try and beat them. I'm trying to bust their heads. You love to win, right? So, listen, uh, I would assume that every locker room in every sport is chock full of guys that love to win. Give me the guy who hates, I mean, hates to lose. There's a difference. There's a difference. Absolutely. A hate to lose is a lot more driving yep. than a loving to win. Absolutely. Mahomes, yesterday, I've lost the Super Bowl. I know how bad that hurts. You want to make sure you stay away from that feeling. When you lose it and you're in that locker room and you feel like you're that close, you didn't get it, I'm more addicted to staying away from that feeling than I am hoisting the trophy. In other words, hey, man, I love to win. I hate to lose. It's terrible. Tom Coughlin has said it. It hurts more to lose it. If you win it, guess what? If you're a coach and you win it, like two days later, man, you're awful the next year. Let's go. Give me a a locker room full of hate-to-lose guys. And by the way, I think most alphas, most NFL players, Hate to lose. Don't get me wrong. I'm not seeing how Patrick Mahomes here is carrying around, you know, some sort of virtue that other athletes don't have. But, I mean, he answered it pretty clearly there, didn't he? I'm addicted to not feeling more than I am something that I might feel. Well, hits keep coming in college basketball. Uh, You want to see a college basketball upset? Look at your TV guide tonight. Find a team in the top 10 and watch. You'll see one. Boy, it sure seems that way. Uh, last night, it was Kansas State over Kansas, uh, a rivalry game that is, you know, um, brings results like that. Uh, Kansas State, um, unranked this year. Meanwhile, Kansas you know, comes in the number four team in the country. How many times have we had this mini conversation, E? Bunch. All the time. Right? We've had nights where two and three of both lost. We've had weeks where there were like 10 or 13 losses among the top 10 teams and hadn't taken long this week. We're through Monday, and there goes number four, Kansas, uh, a loser last night to, to Kansas State. Do you know what's Thursday? Do you know what's coming up Thursday? There, there's a sports you know, milestone day, so to speak. Coming up on Thursday. You know what it, what it is? I was going to say National Signing Day is coming up, but that's normally on Wednesday. Yeah, right? that's tomorrow, I think. Oh, There's still some storylines there, by the way. There's some yeah. stuff we can follow tomorrow. We'll see. No, it's Thursday. Thursday's the trade deadline in the NBA. Oh, okay. I'm fairly certain. I hope I didn't uh, misspeak there. I'm pretty sure it's this Thursday. I certainly know what's coming up on us. We haven't had... Um, We haven't had a ton of deals. Have we? We've heard some some rumors. Yeah, it's Thursday, 3 o'clock. And so expect here for the next 48 hours for it to get frisky. You're going to see some teams try and fill some holes while they have injured stars. Did you see Embiid's going to be out? Yeah. Should you give the MVP to a guy for not playing? Because you can make that argument with Embiid. Absolutely. I mean, that's a totally different team without that dude. That rule kind of really like messed him over, the uh, certain percentages. Yeah. The number of games now, listen, the, the point of that is availability is right. among the most important abilities. Mm-hmm. And so if your team is going to go 6-12 and 12 without you, then it's even more incumbent that you find a way to stay on the, the court. But the Sixers go from being 
maybe the best team in the East, certainly one of them, to a team that would fight for a playoff spot if they didn't have that dude. Point being, you know, hello, uh, Andre Drummond, you out there somewhere? Uh, Clint Capella, um, can, can I get a center somewhere? Can I get some minutes? Will the Lakers try and put something together around LeBron and AD? I tell you who looks like the best team in the league. Who, do, who looks like the best team in the league? You're paying enough attention and you're just following your Lakers. Um, I want to say Milwaukee, but... Uh, yeah, they, they've got some... some in the, the team that's playing the best, well, there's actually two because the Cavs are red hot, but the Cavs are... are they're like 13 out of 14 in the East. Yeah. But no, it's the Clippers. Yeah. The yeah. Clippers have put that group together and it's working. Russ, Russ, yeah. yeah they got man. Russ, they got Harden. When you're talking about two dudes that the the rap was, you can't put these guys together. Yeah, they're playing well. They In addition, out. they got Paul George, obviously. got Kawhi Leonard, who's playing a full, healthy season. They get great complimentary play. They're decent at center. They're, 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 they might be the best team. Might be the clip. Eh. Kawhi jumped right back in, wouldn't he? I know, right? What if Kawhi goes and wins another? It's like, oh, be back again? What, he get like two or three with the Spurs? And then he was like the most sought-after guy, and he just sat idle for a year and a half, went to Toronto, won another one. He's sat more than he's played, it feels like, at the Clippers. Kawhi going to come with another one? Dang. Nah. You can't, can you? Let's get into some NFL on the other side. Did you see the news from the National Football League yesterday? Roger Goodell had his press conference. Eh. Snooze fest. Yeah. I'll give you some of the, the hits and highlights from what he had said, what he said yesterday. But also, uh, an announcement on next year's schedule came yesterday. At first, I was super dubious about the decision until I noticed the fine print. And at that point, I said, oh, yeah, that is a good idea. I'll get into that a little bit on the other side. You're up and rocking with us at Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. We got brunch with a tour today. Enjoyed our time out at the stadium course yesterday. How'd you play? I find it to be in just, uh, it's. Uh, I think it checks every box. I think the pros will be happy. I played okay. We played a, it's called a shamble format where you all hit a drive and then you play your own ball in from there. So it's hard to get a gauge on how you play, at least for me, if I don't know exactly how I scored. Gotcha. Hit it okay, though. Hit it okay. Had a good time. Appreciate them having us out. Uh, the best players in the world will be made. Uh, carving that thing, you know, slicing and dicing, coming up here in about four or five weeks. We always have a good time that week, don't we? Love it out there, yeah. man. That just makes me smile. All right, let's take our first time out here. Again, it's Cal and Truck Accessories Tuesday. By the way, when we were out there, out and about the grounds, let me shout out some 6 o'clockers as well because you know what? When you're sitting in one of those chalets on 17, sipping your sawgrass splash, uh-huh, uh-huh. there's a bunch of dudes out there in the cold morning right now putting that all together. Yep, yep. You know, and I noticed those jokers out there working hard uh, yesterday. Shout out to... Uh, uh, of course, Superintendent uh, Jeff Plotz and and his crew. Think about how cold some of the snaps of weather we've had. Mm-hmm. I mean, to have that place full and green and lush and thick Paradise, through that man. through that weather. I don't. I didn't want to know the bill on that job. I know, right? Huh? <laughs> it looks nothing. Yeah, like man. What just we keep thought. mine non-brown this time of year. We happy. <laughs> All right, uh, it's the drill. We're back with more. Thanks for being with us on Ten Ten XL ninety two point five FM. For me, my career, man, I, I don't want to be a you know guy from the team. Like I always wanted to be stationary, you know. But you know, throughout the years of playing, you know, you have to you have to grow as well. And, and what I've grown to understand that the NFL is seeing it firsthand that the NFL is a business at the end of the day. So 
So, you know, I do what you do on the field because I love it and I play and I respect it and I love my guys. I love the competitive nature. But at the end of the day, outside of that, it's business. And if you handle it or think about it any type of way, you will get tossed out of it. So for me, it's let's talk business. Yeah, that's Josh Allen at the Pro Bowl. I don't read too much into that one way or the other. A lot of ways to approach it's a business. One part of it's a business is having to produce, right? Like in any business. Josh Allen certainly produced this year. Unfair to label what he did was a one-year burst. Josh Allen has been a really good player here for the entirety of his career since his rookie year when he went to the Pro Bowl. At ten and a half sacks. You know, his two most productive years, ironically, have a guy on the other side also getting double-digit sacks. I, you know, the way that, that Trayvon Walker grew into 10 sacks at least in year two, that's a, that's a lot higher mark than any of us thought. I, it's, it's imperative. We ain't got a lot of great players here, bro. We can't afford to let a great one go. Josh Allen is, is, is a really, really good football player. Okay, maybe he's not great. But what if that, what if he is, man? What if he's reaching that point that next year it's 19 and a half and the year after that it's 20. The year after that it's 17 again. That's what some of these cats do when they get to this point of their career. We're going to go watch Josh Allen go off to the, you know, the Packers and get 18. No, thanks. No, thanks. I'll count on Josh Allen's want to, his hate to lose. We pay him whatever the going rate was. I saw some suggestion four years, a hundred million. That doesn't sound rich enough if you ask me. Some of those numbers we threw around last uh, week when we were talking. So anyway, yeah, it's a business. He understands that. I think Josh Allen's preference, he said it more than once. Hasn't he, E.T.? He'd like to stay in Jacksonville. All the time. You'd also like to be paid like you deserve, and Josh Allen has deserved to be paid like a top 10 rush end. Look, I get it. I'm not saying you rush out in pain, but even this year he was maybe, as great as he was for us, fifth best maybe? I mean, he wasn't on the all-pro teams. So, anyway, that's Josh Allen. For more in free agency, there's just one other guy we really talk about, right? And that's Calvin Ridley. What do the Jags do? Again, I think it comes down to money. I think we can all realize you're losing either a second or a third round pick. Do you want to lose a third round pick and Calvin Ridley? That's the question you're asking. Can you get some chemistry? A lot more in year two? It's not like Ridley had a terrible year. By any stretch, he didn't have a, you know, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, uh, Devontae Adams kind of year, right? Not a a number one receiver year, but a very good year. So what are the chances that he stays? Mike DiRocco, embedded reporter for ESPN covering the Jags on Jaguars today, yesterday. 30-70 that he's here, maybe. Mm. Like, look, he, he's looking for a payday, absolutely. Uh, you know, he's trying to get that second deal. And if there's a position that you could probably take a little bit of a risk on, it's that wide receiver. Uh, you saw what they did last uh, two years ago when they were healthy in 2022, and then you would just expect your guys to be healthy again in 2024. So that offense hummed along, and, you know, this is a, a chance to bring in a rookie as a high draft pick. Uh, E.T., you know what we're going to do here at 633? What are we going to do? We're going to fire up the band. We're going to tee up a football fix. Got a lot of NFL stuff here, man. I'm not going to, you know, force it in here, come back. I got an interesting, you know, we always have a, and you guys have figured this out by now, we always have a little bit shorter segment at the end of the 6 o'clock hour. And I came a real in, uh, across a real interesting chart on ESPN. It's what what ret- you got? Returning production. 
uh, for college football teams. How much of your production from last year returns? And there was an eye-popping slot for one of the teams that we cover around here. So we'll, we'll dive into that just a little bit uh, to conclude the hour. And for now, let's get through some of the other topics. And there are a bunch of them, including Roger Goodell's uh, press conference, including what I now think is kind of cool schedule news. But first, just put this, file this away for anyone listening, whether you have said it yourself already. Shoot, we've, you know, kind of said it here. What seemed like fact, we're now learning isn't so much fact at all. And you know what that little barb is, Listening. Gardner Minshew got picked to the Pro Bowl over Trevor. <laughs> uh, Peyton Manning let it slip, and apparently that wasn't the case at all. Not that Trevor was next up. You already have a game that doesn't have Lamar Jackson, doesn't have Josh Allen, um, obviously Mahomes out on the AFC side. But rather than Minshew, uh, Peyton said in Orlando last week, uh, this is from a uh, our boy Ship. Peyton said, quote, talk to him this week, talking about Trevor. Trying to see if he was going to come down once Lamar was unable to play and just couldn't. Kind of late notice thing for him, but he's great, Manning said in Orlando, which basically says, yeah, Trevor was next up in the list, which it don't mean to be a shot at Gardner Minshew. Minshew doesn't really feel like he had a Pro Bowl year. Per se, neither does Trevor, for that matter. But the the little barb of Minshew got picked for the Pro Bowl over Trevor, apparently that's not the case. I'm just saying. E. Uh, continuing along with the football fix, here's what Roger Goodell said and didn't say that caught my interest. There's like three or four notes here. I'll save the best for last and at least one concession to our gripe about officiating. So stand by for that. Football Fix, by the way, brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers, Mandarin, and now uh, Orange Park. Uh, Goodell did have to shoot down. First things first here, Hickens' rant against Goodell yesterday, which I thought was a little little spirited. It turns out he could have gone further. Not only did Goodell change his, quote, State of the Union from Friday with everyone there, not only did he run it like, an hour before opening night where most reporters had to be covering the player portion of the media session. Do you know this? It was also invite only. Wow. Yeah, Goodell's <laughs> press conference yesterday, invite only. So if you disagree, you don't come. They did ask him about the Taylor Swift controversy. You know, there's controversy out there that somehow it's scripted that the uh, NFL wanted the Chiefs predetermined into the Super Bowl for the Tay-Tay effect. Goodell said, I don't think I'm that good a scripter or anybody on our staff. Listen, there's no way that I could have scripted that one. Let's just put it that way. Fair enough. Uh, Goodell uh, had had to reference practice field issues that are cropping up for the 49ers. You know, this is unacceptable. That's not right, yeah. And if the practice field issue is severe, if the Niners think that the practice field isn't good enough, then they need to start practicing in the same place Kansas City does at a different time or let them practice inside Allegiant Stadium. They need to do something. That's where Kansas City's practicing. They they need to do something. The 49ers (laughs) believe the practice field at the UNLV campus is too soft. But uh, Goodell dribbled, quadrupled, quintupled down. 
on the safety criteria that the league uh, has employed. The work is being done every single day. We had 23 experts out there. We had the union out there. All of them think it's a very playable service. It's softer than what they practiced on, but that happens. Well within our testing standards, we think all of our experts, as well as neutral field inspectors, say it's a playable field. We're not looking for playable. We're looking for perfect, my man. So in a way, he agreed. Uh, by the way, Coach Shanahan did kind of, Kyle Shanahan, you know, tamped that down just a little bit. Now we get to officiating. Ugh, test of the day. Uh, Goodell, you know, look, he did say they don't get it all right. They'll continue to, to use the advancements in technology. At the end of the day, no one's perfect. We hear that line every year. Whether it's all of us that watch the game or play the game or coach the game or the officials, we got to continue to try and get better. We have to work to use technology, improve the performances. But he made a good point. And that point doesn't offset the fact that the criticism for these goons is warranted. They're terrible. But it's a good point. Think to that Chiefs-Bills regular season game. Kadarius Tony was correctly called offside. Wasn't he? It was the correct call. Yeah, it stinks. Yep. It seemed nitpicky, but it was the correct call. Right. Negates the go-ahead touchdown. But Goodell points out, imagine the outcry had the officials missed the call. And he'd have scored a touchdown. And then we'd have gone down the line. The Kadarius Tony's clear his head eight inches across the line. Uh-huh. These blind officials can't see it. You know what I'm saying? So he said, and I think there is a little bit of point to this. Even when the officials get it right, there's criticism. So what we're always going to try to do is get better. I think people have to understand to some extent how these officials were put in that position. They do an extraordinary job. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now to that schedule news that, that came out yesterday. And then at first, I was like, yeah. And the reason is the timing, okay? Here is the news. The NFL is playing in Brazil next year, right? And I just thought to myself, the worst time to play one of those overseas games is the season opener, right? If you play in Brazil on season opening Sunday, I, I guess unless you put it maybe in the 8 o'clock, the, the nighttime game, it's like you, you feel like you've wasted that exposure because you're already all jacked up. It's opening weekend. True point, yeah, yeah. But then I learn as they play in Sao Paulo, Hey, Sao Paulo and Sao Paulo. That'll be fun. I stole that, by the way. Um, the Eagles will be the host team in Sao Paulo as they take on as unyet named opponent. We're going to kick it off on Friday, September 6th, the day after the Thursday night opener, of which, by the way, I'm all for. You're going to give me a game on a Friday night? Check. Sign me up. Right? So, yeah, that uh, news was announced yesterday. Do you know? <laughs> do you know who the Eagles' home opponents are for 2024? Do you know who they include? Well, I know Cowboys. Yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars is where I'll be. I won't beat around the bush. Spoiler alert. I mean, certainly we're not going to go play in Brazil. Now that's a road game, so does it really matter? Uh-huh. Are we going to play in Brazil? Play a road game and a home? Are we going to play three games out of the country? Damn. Based on our two and zero run last year, let's go ahead and play ten. <laughs> Give us our seven here that we'd normally get. Play, play them anywhere. I, I mean, go play in, you know, Bora Bora for all I care. Bring, while, while they're doing that, get that stadium done. Bring me home a W, man. <laughs> um, Goodell also talked 
it, one of his themes, by the way, he talked about the schedule, so I'm still going down like my list here of what caught my eye, but also uh, the gambling stance. I mean, there's such hypocrites here. There weren't anything about the gambling until they could line their pockets with the billions. Listen, we do a Friday five-pack. I'm not going to be a hypocrite here. I like having fun with the point spreads. I don't personally sports gamble. I don't. I did years ago, and I, like most, lost. And I didn't like that feeling. So I stopped. It's not that simple for everyone. It's a dangerous, slippery slope putting these apps in 20 to 25-year-old, especially young men's hands all across this country. I can't help but feel there's a part of me that thinks this isn't going to end well. But the NFL, they'll get their blood money along the way. And another theme of the press conference was the irony of his strong stance against legalized gambling in 2012 with now your backdrop being Las Vegas itself. Goodell said, protecting the integrity of the game, making sure our fans understand that what they see out there does not have any influence is the key. We didn't make the decision. The decision was a decision by the Supreme Court. They legalized sports betting. We have to adapt. We have to embrace it. We have to be cautious. We have to be very thoughtful, I think. And that's where it's all baloney. Like when the guy comes on at the end of the sports betting app commercial, it says, if you have a serious gambling problem, call uh-huh. on it. Come on, uh-huh. man. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's just the cover their butt. Right. Like yeah. when you buy your, you know. Uh, uh, cigarettes or whatever. Yeah, a can yeah. of dip or pack of cigarettes or, you know, bag of chew. The mm-hmm. Surgeon General is screaming at you, too. How's that working? Right. Um. 13 players, we are reminded, were disciplined in regards to gambling. So they continue to fine-tune that. We talked about that in the beginning. Because, by the way, a large portion of your league falls into that category that I just said. Putting an app into a 20 to 25-year-old man's hands and saying, yeah, just be careful. That's a football fix. You're welcome. Early. How important. Yeah, a little early. A little early kick. In a, I wish the NFL would follow suit. Kick it just a little bit earlier. All those Super Bowls. What's Super Bowl? 630? Uh, is kickoff 630? Doesn't it feel like it's 630? Need to be. Yeah, it should be Saturdays when the game should be. That's true, too. It's 2024, <laughs> man. The true. game should be Saturday night. Why do we keep playing it on Sunday? Know, right? There's no college football. There's no competition. There's absolutely nothing. People are not going to just say, oh, gosh, I won't be able to watch the Super Bowl. I've got a cocktail party I'm going to. No, people are just real quick. In fact, I would argue that your ratings may be higher on a Saturday night. See, ET, TV is still in some ways bound by the old rules of TV. And the old rules of TV is that Friday, Saturday night were throwaway nights in television. Because people are out and about, hanging out? Correct. Okay. That's that's not as much the case anymore. Uh, you, know, you put that Super Bowl on a Saturday, everybody's in the You could play the, the Super Bowl Saturday at noon and it'd get the same <laughs> hundreds of millions of viewers right? or however many it is as it always does. So, All right. Um... That is a football fix. This set, this this topic we're going to tackle when we come back on the other side. And, it, and the title is College Football 2024 Returning Production Rankings. There's 134 teams in D1 FBS. We go from one, uh, by the way, that'd be Virginia Tech, to 134, poor Air Force, the least uh, returning production. I'll tell you exactly what that returning production is, but more notably, where some teams fall. This is the drill. It's Cat and Truck Accessories Tuesday. Welcome back. Brunch with the tour. 
Go ahead and predict who E.T.'s taking. I just do it by the VEASAN report. I heard the VEASAN report. I was walking down the hallway, E.T., so. I already know. Let me, watch this. I'm going to I'm gonna hold up a piece of paper. I hold it in front of my head here. I'm going to peer into the future, and I'm landing. On, you have the first pick, E, or no? Yeah, I got yeah, I, I definitely yeah, got it. He's got the first pick, and um, let's see. VEASAN, who'd you say the betting favorite was? Yeah, yeah Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler will be the first pick. He, he won of them. Yeah. I'm leaning towards somebody else. Man. Okay, all right, okay. All right. I saw two of the top five in the world pulled out yesterday. Victor Hovland, uh, Xander Schauffele, they gone. They gone. I like that tournament. It leads right into the Super Bowl. It's got mm-hmm. that raucous scene out there at 16, right, that you said you want to go take yeah, part in. Man, I do. There's a couple of different ways to look at returning production. First, it has to be defined. The end of this recruiting cycle is not actually complete, right? Signing day for the this you know for February still exists. It's coming up tomorrow, but this uh, kind of part analytics, part whatever. The staff writer there at ESPN, dude named Bill Conley, every year spits out uh, projections on the new season based on the combination of returning production, recruiting, and recent history. Uh, projections stem from uh, questions: How good has your team been recently? How well has it recruited? And who returns from last year's roster? who returns the majority of last year's production or has done the best job of importing production from another team who is starting from scratch. So as they continue to kind of fine-tune the formula that they've created, shifting year to year with, you know, a rising number of transfers, the gist remains the same. High or low returning production percentages correlate pretty well as they've been tracking with improvement and or regression. They don't guarantee a good or bad team but they still tell us a lot. So he goes on to rank the 134 teams in the FBS on their returning production. And that's both offensive and defensive production. So on the defensive side, I just like, you know, sacks, tackles, tackles for laws, pressure, all that stuff. On the offensive side, you know, yards. I'm sure there's um, analytics for the starters at other positions. I told you Virginia Tech is at the top. They return um, – 86 of their 86% of their production, and that's a team that was playing well at the end, so that might be a team you look at. But let's just kind of go down the list here. And listen, there's also this. Like the old joke used to be, the good news for Vanderbilt, they returned 17 starters from last year's team. The bad news, they returned 17 starters from last year's team. It won twice. Florida's returning production shows up first among the teams whose names crop up the most around here. Florida is number 32 in returning production, 70% on offense, 66% on defense, a 68% total. It's actually tied for 31 with Missouri. But then I'm like, huh. And by the way, you know this whole thing is flawed because guess who's 47th? Georgia, 65%. The difference is their 65% is 100% better than Florida's 68%. But anyway, Georgia is at 47. In my mind as I went into this, I'm thinking, man, FSU sure has to replace a lot. I mean, just think about what FSU's replacing production-wise on offense. Travis, both receivers, Benson, uh, Bell, tight. I mean, so I'm still scrolling. I'm scrolling down the list, scrolling down the list, scrolling, 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 scrolling. I come to Florida State at 83. 83rd overall. Now, it, quibbling a little bit. Florida's got 60, what I say, 8% uh, returning production. FSU, while they're 83rd, they're 58%, so it's not like, you know, eons behind. 
but uh, just 56% of their returning production on offense. That's even a little, you know, more than I thought. 60% on the defensive side. So uh, there is FSU down at, down at 83. All right, uh, Hick and Rival comes your way next. It's Cal and Truck Accessories Tuesday. Got a full Enforce uh, uh, Tuesday in front of you. It includes parts for the tour. We're going to take it to the hoop strong with today's Lockett, Lou High School, Lockett Law High School report. Visit with some Fleming Island hoopsters. So that's coming up uh, on this Tuesday as well. Keep it locked where you got it on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Red Solo Cup. Fill you up. Let's have a party. You know Let's it. Party. Yes, sir. Oh, Lost a great one. Yeah, overnight. Yeah, this used to be a uh, very happily some winning tune on ETN yeah. back in the day. That's right. Yeah, ahead of our time with Red Solo. We never heard it that much. If I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. <laughs> heard it all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Toby Keith. In case you missed it, um, stomach cancer. Yeah. Dude, just a just a good old boy, dude, isn't he? I had a uh, American loving good old boy. I had a tweet that said uh, he performed up in. Uh, let me get it right. The guy sent it to me here. I knew he was him. sick. I, I didn't know how far yeah. along. I haven't seen much of him, you know, in a while. And last time I did see him, he looked sick. He said, uh, "Got the chance to meet him. Played a private concert on Amelia. He is as advertised. Came out of his bus, met, talked with a fireman, took a ton of time." And pictures with the guys and thanked every one of us yeah. for what no, he's, I, I, he's genuine. Yeah. yeah. Just a good he'll, dude. He'll, and... he'll put a boot in your A. Yeah, yep. he will. He will. That was a great song, too, yeah, man. A bunch of them. Great you, song. It's, it's a shame sometimes you lose someone to really reflect on all the yeah. all those tunes. Man. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, uh, RIP to Toby Keith as we welcome you to the show. I heard, uh, you know, I saw that Roger Goodell's media thing. And the one thing that bothered me about the officials, I understand what he, where he's coming from and Made some fair points and stuff. Is this yours or no? No, I don't no. know what that is. Anyway, um, it's just a tiny open, too. You know? It's a waste. Yeah. That bottle. It's just yeah. tiny open. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the bottle you threw away. Yeah. I was trying to think, well, what what was this tiny open? What's he? Where's he yeah. going with Goodell? But anyway, what so, What about yeah. this? Uh, inter- more interesting sights and sounds from around the studio this morning. You, yeah. Dan just threw away a water know, 90%. Bottle. You're not watching. Bottle. Yeah. Just got a bottle of barbecue sauce just sitting there. That seems odd. That seems like that should be refrigerated. Somebody, I likes, to, uh-huh. somebody likes to take a little That's hitter on that. And if you if you step up and you take a look over now, now this is more by necessity. You know, just look right in front here of the set, our set here, right here in front of you. Yeah, you got the, you got your yeah sandwich or uh, pies. That yeah, your wife st- made. She made them. Yeah, Mrs. P went to work. Yeah, and so they're staying right here, less Team Denmark trying, you know. Mm-hmm. Sully them up in some way. Oh, you know, yeah. we're just she, a couple hours. You might from, take some of that barbecue sauce and throw it on I, him to ruin it. Eat, same thing that I yeah, su- yeah. suggested earlier. So, I mean, Mrs. P needs to get her due here and win we this. We do have all kinds of interesting items in the studio. There's a rocket ship over there. I don't that's know why that's strange. Here. Yeah, I'll is go it, show people. Has anyone seen that? Does anyone know why? Either we know why the rocket ship is in here. I have no clue. Yeah, I have no clue why that's there. There's a rocket ship on the floor in here. U.S. Army rocket ship. Yeah, just. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what we got. Yeah, yeah. rocket ship. So I, I don't know why it's here, but it is here, and so I can uh, confirm it's a toy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but yeah, the one thing that bo- a little thing that bothered me about Goodell <clears throat> is that uh, he said, "Well, we're always trying to get better t- with technology." Well, no, you're not. I, well, it's fair, bro. I mean, it, the easiest thing again. Let's just take away some of the hard things, like down and distance. 
just use a, you know, and how would how great would this be in front of 80,000? While you're waiting on the call. No, while they challenge it and the ball spins like on they the do big tennis. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. You do I, that a couple I, you're I, allowed one or two of those a game and bang. I said this earlier on the show, <laughs> and I got a few amens. Yeah. I, I I I it needs to be a more of a national drum beat, Dan. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed in a sport that is so particular and worth so much. Watch a game, Dan, an NFL game. Uh-huh. Really pay attention to the spot of the football. Where the runner's down, where the referee initially spots, how he wavers inches this way or that on the way uh, as he gets to the ball, how then he gets bumped. and It's, uh, how, it's so important. It's a game of inches. And every, every inch you fight for is so important. The spotting of the football after every play is so haphazard. They'll go out of bounds. Uh, they'll take an idea. They'll throw it across the field to the other one. He's going to be landing, I'm sure, in the exact same spot. To your point, so easy with technology. You run that grid all the way underneath yeah. the field. You got a chip, and you know the, the entire ball's a chip. Yeah, and That's wherever not, the furthest point goes, does it hit the line or I'm, no? I'm really certain. In this, super easy. I'm really certain super in this easy. day and age of technology, the players wouldn't know one. No, you could probably feel the inner lining of the football with a receptor yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Well, the balls now cost seven hundred dollars instead of three hundred. Oh well, that takes away from the yeah. seventy-six billion dollar profit right, margin. You're, you're right about the technology. That, that's that's <laughs> silly. I mean, we have AI now, and these jokers can't get a you know a spot right. And again, just to, to further demonstrate the real selfishness of the National Football League, and again, it doesn't matter as much to you, but it does to a lot of people. And I'll I'll you know Friday used to be a sacred day for high school football and that's slowly eroding it's it's just a matter of time before the, the NFL has now putting its tentacles in and they'll do that on opening day in Brazil I can't expect they'd have the Jags go to uh, Brazil to play the Eagles but that is a, a football high school football Friday which they always said was sort of you know on its uh, stand alone I, I I knew you were I know you feel that way we yeah. we talked about this before in the past with mm-hmm. college football games uh-huh do you really think the NFL is taken away from high school? Wouldn't they be the other way around? It's just the NFL is going to lose eyes that would normally be watching because they're going to be at a high school game? Do you think the no, NFL think being it, is going to keep somebody who was going to go to a high school game yes. from going? Yeah, I think it's, it discourages you? you a little bit. Right. Hey, I got football. I'm going to go support. Like, if you don't okay. have – like, because obviously if you have a kid who plays high school, you go. That's what, And most, most, you, most people at a high school game right. are directly affiliated right. with the school or the But players. there are those, many of those – who will go to watch a, a high school game? You know, I think to, it's more, in their neighborhood or sure. or and I and I, 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 I know so that 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 group though. Well, you know, the NFL game's on tonight. I want to watch the Eagles that, and the that group's affected, mm-hmm. but I still think there's a bigger number of lost viewers from the NFL for yeah. having competed with the. I don't million like million people. Million. I don't there, like it. There'll be a million people, et, at high school stadiums across the country, and probably more. How many? How many millions are in high school stadiums on an average Friday night? Oof, a lot. T- tens of millions. Yeah, that's a lot. That won't be watching their product, and that's the NFL will suffer for that. Yeah, well, I don't think they're going to suffer that much. Well, not, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think they're worried. about And look, it. I understand they're, you know, they're uh, why they're doing it Friday because they want the teams to be able to get back in time and have a day or two off. Yeah. But how about you do? You could go back to doing, you know, do a Thursday doubleheader then. Take take on college football. Do it Saturday, or or put it in your Sunday night primetime game, or put it. Well, then you get back late. You know that's the whole idea is yeah. to come back. 
do it our Sunday morning then. I thought it was odd that they were doing open. How week. far is a flight from United States to uh, it's, it's, Sao Paulo? That's a depending on where you're going from. A long yeah. flight. It's a long flight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going all it's like London. across the. Uh, I bet it's. You know what? That's great. Just gonna have a little fun here. Yeah, geography. Numbers. I don't know anything about geography. I don't know where well, Brazil well, give, is. Give me, give me a city, Atlanta. Let's just do something generic. All right. Yeah, Let's do from... Middle America. Do oh, do Philly. Okay. Do Philly because Philly's right. playing in it. All right. Do Philly to Sao Paulo. Woo! I know that's a flight. Yeah. I mean, is that any farther than? Philly to London? Uh, that's, that's yeah, much further. 12 hours, 25 minutes. Woo! You probably get to London from that's, Philly in four hours. Yeah. No, but you'll get there in six, seven. But, yeah, so. That's 12.25 that way. Yeah, 6.50. Yeah. Twice as far. Yeah. Doesn't feel like it, does it? Oh. That's because you got to go so far south. Certainly, this is where we get dumb, and I'm a blue question guy. You should know this. You should be but careful. Cer- certainly, Europe is further east than Sao Paulo. <laughs> like Sao Paulo's not that happening. Sao Paulo, I, well, I know the this earth to be is flat. True. Leave me alone, kids. The earth is flat. Sa- Uncle Dan tells you that. No, Hick, Say I it could, in school today. Hick, I was being facetious. <laughs> I know that Sao Paulo's not hanging out underneath Portugal. Okay, we're we're, we're way west, but it just tells you how far <laughs> south that is. I personally was hoping they play in Brasilia. Yeah, yeah. Is that Sao Paulo? Did they change the name? Is Sao Paulo used to be Brasilia, or is there still a Brasilia? You, ever, you know, I you had, know what I'm talking about I, the city Brasilia or no? Yeah, I remember Brasilia. Yeah. Uh, I had, uh, in my class, I have my students, one of their assignments is they send me a video of themselves with three things I don't know about them. And one of the young ladies, uh, she would be our phone a friend in geography. She got into the, uh, some game in growing up with geography and she knows like flags, uh, she knows, uh, abbreviations, where the countries are, where the cities are all Whoa. over the place. So after she my would own be, uh, yeah, educational if we, home. If we ever have any problem on uh, with a blue question, oh. we can phone her <laughs> and she will knock it out of the park take, for us. Take that as a slide a little bit. Well, I thought we I had a blue question expert. Well, you, know, you, know, you just uh, threw something about something being east of Europe. Uh, uh, I don't no, know. no, I knew it wasn't. I was I was trying to fool you. I could have oh. convinced you that it was oh, south yeah. of, yeah. I could have convinced you it was east of Africa. Listen, if you, uh, the, if you ask me right now, Here's the United States. Yeah, Where's Brazil? Yeah. It's like down here. Yeah. No, it's not. It's way over that way. Over there? Yeah. Okay. See? Yeah. I don't know. Way over there. Nor do I care. Way past Puerto Rico, way past Can the Can you take a boat there? Uh, you could, sure. Take you a lot longer than 12 hours, 25 minutes. Yeah. Uh, the current capital of Brazil is Brasilia. Yes. Uh, since 1960. Is Brazil at the bottom of South America? No, it's on the coast. Uh, it's on the far coast of South America. It runs all the way down the east coast. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there you go. For are the majority of the east coast, I believe. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Brazil on map. I mean, yeah, I mean, we got a lot of things right. happening here. Yeah, We're learning I mean, today. We're, I, We're learning I, together, I, I, gang. I think I'm confirming. Go impress your coworkers today. Well, I, I think I'm confirming more than looking, but now I'm starting to humble brag, and I'm not trying to do that. Oh. You feel me, E? I feel like I'm confirming here now, learning. <laughs> Brazil is huge. Uh, it stretches from almost the e- the west coast it's, of South America all the way across the country to here. See? This is Brazil. Yeah. Where's Brazil's Rio? Right? Is Rio in Brazil? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Rio de Janeiro. That's yeah. where they had the Olympics. Third, it's the third city okay. in Brazil. So we have Brasilia, Rio, and Sao Paulo. Where are they playing the game? Sao Paulo. They are. So are they playing in one who, of those Olympic who, stadiums? Who covers the Eagles? Who covers them? Yeah, Sao Paulo and Sao oh. Paulo. Maybe this is just something there. Giselle Bunchen used to love to go to Sao Paulo. So did Tom. You said yes. He used to go run in the flowers. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all Par- right, our- Carnival. I don't think is running in the flowers. Dancing amongst the flowers. Yeah, Sao Paulo. I believe is also. Uh, oh yeah, uh, 
text line. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> at the bottom of Brazil. Is, Sao Paulo, so it's way oh, down. Oh, way down. Yeah. Makes it even farther. All right, DreamFinders poll question of the day. DreamFinders, the official home builders of the Jaguars and the Gators. Which free agent do you want the Jags to take care of first? This is more of a strategy question than, a, you know, obviously we know the answer. So it's Josh Allen, Calvin Ridley, Ezra Cleveland, Trey Herndon. Those are the four that I looked at that I thought, mm. um, 1,160 votes are in uh, right now. If three hours left, you can vote at Dan Hicken in our DreamFinders poll question of the day. Josh Allen, the overwhelming leader. He's the only one that's really super important. Well, isn't Calvin really important? I said super important. Yeah, I heard you. D-Rock, D-Rock said it's only 30. I mean, it I would be know. stupid to let Calvin Ridley go. I, um, I, yeah. yeah. We don't have enough good players. I, Calvin I, Ridley I'm, wasn't I'm great, but he's, hear he's good. Right. Don't disagree. I'd rather let Zay Jones go and keep Calvin Ridley. For sure. Anyway. Is Jones' contract up? He's got a third year, doesn't he's he? He's got a third year. 95.6, Josh Allen. Uh, Calvin Ridley getting 3%, Ezra Cleveland 0.8, and Trey Herndon 0.6. Dang. I, I think Ezra Cleveland <laughs> might deserve a little bit more, wondering. I don't know how good he played, though. We went and got him, and we were still talking about how bad the offensive line was Apparently at the they end were of terrible. the year. So, you can vote at Dan Hicken. He'll post it as well. Um, that's our Dream Finders. Poll question of the day that is out and running right now. So, we got a lot to do. We got a busy day today, right? We, we do, we've yeah. We've got Lockett Law High School Report. Uh, brunch with the Tour. Brunch with the Tour. E, I did my little, you know, some, as we're wont to do. So I'll open. I'm not afraid to open up that fridge, see uh-huh, what's happening uh-huh. in there. I, I kind of feel like I see a bunch of hot dogs in there. What's the story with the hot dogs? Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, Lauren Brooks, Brooksy. She, she sent out an email last week. Are they just like, last week? Yeah, last yeah. So they've been in there for a while. About, oh, yeah. Th- about Thursday ish, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I might eat one. Yeah, Are they right. just there for the. You had day? a hot dog yesterday for, uh, I at did. the turn. I, I wanted something else, but I couldn't get it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I told them no. I said, you can't have that. Yeah. Because they got to wait to make it. I didn't want to wait. I didn't. I wasn't sure how long. It would really take to make a BLT, but I just deferred to the Ooh. crowd and moved. Well, along. I asked because I had just gone up there and I was also going to get a BLT. And yeah. she said, I said, What ones do you have to make them or do you have them made? Because they're all made but the BLTs. BLT sound good, it does sound good. Hopefully, but the, I, folks, the kind t- of folks from Dailies bring some those, um, those Dailies dash BLTs, man. Yeah, I took real. a pass on that, so <laughs> uh, we did some- have fun out there yesterday. It was very cold and windy. Woo. Hey, hopefully they bring some some bacon in so we can throw at Dan. He can make a BLT. What, what yeah, about, that'd be fine. <laughs> what, what about a Calvin Ridley strategy being you let him go into free agency and you just what, you keep an eye on Mm-mm. what he costs? Hey, you let him go, he go you yeah, never he come gone. back. Yeah, he ain't coming what, back. How much are you willing to pay him? Well, I told you, like the tw- <laughs> the 20th number of the wide receivers. Like, um, Is he going to take? These guys never think they're 20th. Well, I mean, bro, I mean... It's. I'm. But I guess what I'm saying is 15, this: fifteen million he may a be year. The, 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 that that number. Uh huh. He may not be willing to, to commit to. I that. get tired of. I'm just saying what he's going to do. Here's they, a problem. Overshoot. I'm not saying here's a problem. Yeah. Only one. That's. I good. get tired of <laughs> us negotiating with their money in this respect. Uh huh. You got the money. We were under yeah. the cap last year, yeah. and we didn't make the playoffs. So maybe if you had signed somebody else, we would have won that extra game. Well, last year for sure, but that this but this year happens every issues. year. Yeah. So sign the guys. Listen, look at the Niners. They have stars everywhere, everywhere, and they pay them all. Bosa got paid. McCaffrey, uh, go down the list here. Yep, Debo yeah. got paid. They figure it uh, out. Williams got paid. Um, you know, and well, Purdy's not making anything. Well, Trevor's on a rookie deal, too. Now, he's a first-round pick versus a sixth-round pick, so they're taking advantage of it, but come on, yeah, man. you don't have to do anything this year with Trevor. You can not certainly— Not after the year he just had to. Yeah. By the way, did you hear the Trevor news? 
Yeah, I guess yeah, the, I knew the, that, yeah. The, yeah, the narrative that Minshew went in the Pro Bowl no, over Trevor. No, they asked him. He was true. on vacation yeah. somewhere. He said, yeah. I can't but make even it. Though, even though we don't have to do nothing with Trevor, wouldn't it be smart to do something with Trevor? Because we know he, we're keeping I, I, Yeah, but only if he – well, this, the only thing is well, you're not yeah, getting any home ca- hometown discount with yeah, that guy. No. You're going to have to pay him. So you might as well do it. Well, well why? It, then you don't you have to do Al- – you have to do Allen. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what's stopping Yeah, it. you have to do that one first. It's a star league. You've only got three or four ever. You can't, you know, it would most not, of the time not going to do them all at once. Uh-huh. What kind of look would it be to the boys if uh, they come out next week and say, hey, we got Trevor here oh, four yeah, years. Yeah, 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 Josh no, Allen's no, sitting there no, after 17 and a half sacks going, I'm sorry, what? You got to do Josh Allen first. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sorry, who? oh my goodness all right let's crank it up here it's a super tuesday edition of the drill here on 1010xl 92.5 fm yeah all right sports concepts and rationalizations we do it each and every day we call it the 10 minute drill at the end of the drill we love to hand out a prize pack he refers to that as razzle dazzle e what are we dazzling the listener with today uh see we looking out for them folks for the uh for valentine's day so we got a gift certificate for 50 dollars to be used towards a floral arrangement from spencer's design floors gifts and arrangements this is a part of the 1010xl valentine's day gift guide make sure you visit 1010xl.com for more gift ideas all right i have uh discovered another quest for our guy in there okay my man, E.T., I've got your next one. Uh-huh. Because what I've learned about E.T. is where you least suspect he'll find intrigue and interest and fun and frivolity is exactly where you'll find him. Oh, yeah. I already got my credentials and everything for the Daytona 500. See, baby. there you go. That's <laughs> one. Back. Okay. <laughs> Ironically, yesterday we had a text from Buffalo Tom on this very topic. Okay. Do you know what the PBR is? Oh, that's bull riding, ain't it? Profe- you know what's coming through Jacksonville, Florida on February 22nd or 23rd and 24th. The, the, the PBR boys? Yo, the PBR boys are going to be oh. here. Huh? I'll slide. That world championship race going to buck right through Jacksonville. I want to see you on a bull. No. A real one? Yeah. No, sir. Like, I'm sure they got a starter bull for you out there somewhere. <laughs> I want to see you on a bull. Top, But listen, in all seriousness, it's not the players' championship, but the top 40 bull riders in the world are all going to be here. All right. Shout out. I yeah. guess I gave him a little promo there, but I'm thinking more. I mean, he, he, that sounds like so I could see you down yeah, there. I'll slide, but I don't know about getting on the bull, though. Man. Would you want to go see? I bet you I bet you that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, I'd go. You ever actually been to a rodeo? Like a real rodeo? Like, when my parents live in Texas. They took us to like a real rodeo. Because in Texas towns, they have rodeos. That's, it's like a, that's cowboy up. Yeah. I think I walked through past one. That's cowboy in up. Clay County, Serious they had cowboy one in Green Cove. You go to, like, we, we were in, I don't know, some ten, Nacogdoches, Texas or somewhere, <laughs> and it's just like you drive out into the middle, of, and they've got this big, you know, like, pavilion, and then uh, yeah. just like a rodeo, they go through the four or five various contests and intermissions. And, you know. I'm going to ask you guys both a question here. Right. I need a uh, yes or no on this. Is oh. this, is this, all right, and this is, uh, I'm not going to tell you who wrote this because you're, 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 Opinion will change. <laughs> Talking about Mike Vrabel and why he didn't get a job. Oh, yeah. I don't That's think there crazy. was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build. He's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that is a factor. Hey, listen. Is it a factor? Mike Vrabel doesn't have a job today because he's 6'4", 250? Yes or no? Well, Yes or no? I've, no. Been, I've been thinking pretty seriously about booting Tony Baselli for that same reason. <laughs> Big, hulking, 
salty, I mean, intimidating person. I mean, so come on, man. Yeah, yeah I don't I'm know. You gotta out. be, you gotta be some kind out. of sissy if Absolutely. you don't hire a guy. Because I'm a shout out to Tommy McManus. Yeah. on this one because he responded to it <laughs> in only, in a way that only Tommy Mac can. And he didn't say sissy. He used yeah. another one. Yeah, but um, no, and that's true. Come on, man. Who, and I, okay, now tell me what sissy wrote this. Uh, it's somebody you don't like. So that's what I was gonna say. Diana Rossini. <laughs> uh, but that's I don't, not yeah. a factor. That's silly. That's insane. Now yeah. he might. Him being prickly might be a factor. Remember, that's I asked just, about. He's yeah. a, I mean, do 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 people think that we walk around in fear of the people that are bigger? Come on, man. What kind of take is that? That's that's stupid. That's you know, he's a, whoever he, he's a very large man. Whoever I'm not going to hire him. I, I, I want to know which <laughs> executive she talked to. By the way, anybody seen Dan Campbell? Right. <laughs> is he a large man, dude? They're right. all large. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, come on. I just I, I saw that. I seriously want to know who told Diana Rossini that, so that person can be fired. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on, man. Last night was opening. or or she made it up. Yeah. Which that, is, by the way, in today's day and age, is not inconceivable. <laughs> right? Last night was opening night at the... Uh... You see what they did with that, by the way? No, I didn't. I didn't watch it. No, but what they've done with that event... Yeah, they the biggest, it into a... No, but the biggest thing is right there in the title, and they just let you know, we hate you. There's no way you're going to get a day where you're the title character, and that would be Media Day, which wasn't what it was for uh. 50 years. <laughs> yeah, we're tired of asking, you know, mm-hmm. Andy Reid who his favorite Swedish chef is. You know, we're tired of uh, Isabella from Univision, you know, showing up in a Wonder Woman outfit. We're yeah. tired of you media. So it's now opening night and keep it between the lines. By the way, anybody, uh, uh, anybody who complained, uh, like who complained with the 49ers? What do you mean? About the... About, oh, the about, sp- the field? about the spongy field. I guess somebody did. Players, also, wasn't it? Was it players? Yeah, it was players. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to lose. I mean, but if that's bugging lose. them, that's, that's, that's weak. Shut up and practice. It's f- the field, again, I, I, gotta, I don't like to agree with the commissioner all the time, but when he's right, he's right. You think they just said, hey, go practice here. It'll be fine. Right. You don't think they had eight million? And he said, including the players' union. They all went and checked it out. Did they? Yes. Okay. That's what Goodell said. He said the players' union was okay. there. We have our agronomists, our experts, blah, blah, blah. And then and then I got, it's spongy. <laughs> I don't like it. It's not fair. It's spongy. That's a loser. I mean, you got to be kidding me, man. But it's like, but to also, then you have the Chiefs who's over there practicing at, at the Raiders' facilities. Right. Like, oh, come on, man. Well, that's how, that's, that's, that's how yeah, it's how set did up. That, yeah, how did, that, how did that happen? Well, here's how it happened. If you're, the, if you're an AFC host city. Uh-huh. The AFC team practices at your facility. Okay, that's a given. That's okay. how it works. So, it's it's it is what it is. But Patriot um, Patriots wondering why we were at Bartram Trail. <laughs> that must have changed. Yeah, that was then. <laughs> that was the story here. It's spongy. Sp- yeah, I, I don't I, like it. I, and Kyle Shanahan's defense. He, he, he did. Yeah, Thank God. It. By the way, who does Shanahan look more and more like every day? Huh? Uh, no. Shane Matthews. Why the only one that sees that? A little bit. I see a lot of Shaner in in, yeah, in Shanahan, bit, and bit. the older Shanahan gets, the more to me he looks like Shane yeah. Matthews. Yep, 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 yep. A little bit. So, um, what's this? Uh, I can't call up. Can you call up this uh, mock draft here that's popping yes. around in ESPN? I can. Can you tell me who the Jags are taking with the two rounds? We have, I can. I've looked of at it. Of course, we don't already. have a second round pick. So, well, there is Well, he's doing it either. He, he kind of did it if they did or if okay. they don't. So uh, he, I mean, he was aware of that. I guess I would say. Well done on his part. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, the first round was a corner. 
Yeah. I don't remember who it was, but let me see here. All right. Which, by the way, as I, you know, this certainly kind of would be in play. We need him. Uh, Ennis Rickstraw, remember him? Rickstraw is uh, yeah. Missouri. Yeah, yeah, decent. But he say they say uh, Jacksonville could go in. Uh, this is Matt Miller, not they. Um, Jacksonville could go in so many directions, but I'm operating under the belief they will re-sign Calvin Ridley. Okay. So let's look at the secondary. By uh, the way, uh, Ian and I totally disagree with Rake Straw. Yeah, we absolutely. want one for the culture. We if want culture. Go, if we're going corner in first round. We want culture shock. We want culture. He wants a jersey. He wants the culture shock of Cooper yeah. John. Okay. Yeah. And a jersey. Yeah. I want that. He will get a jersey. That will be the greatest. Uh, I will take pictures of him at every home game. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> uh, about about Rex Straw, they write, he's a feisty, tough competitor at the yeah, line of scrimmage. He is. He's a, I, remember, I mean, I remember him. He's a good player. He roughs up only seven, 175, but roughs up wide receivers and ball Ooh, carries physically. I don't like that. 175? Yeah. Uh, Jaguars veteran corners, Williams and Campbell, entering their final years under their contract. And then you go down to round two, and if they do keep the pick, it means they've let Ridley go, and yeah. so I believe if I remember, he points back. Who are we going to disappoint to fan receiver? I kind of like this guy, but it's hard to judge this position, that yeah. receiver position. It's hard to know if it transfers. But that Roman Wilson from yeah, from I like him. Yeah, that's, I, I think he had some good. juice. Yeah, yeah. You know what I remember about him? He had speed, and he he he, he, he he was the kid running the football. When I said Michigan has now countered the South with speed. Okay, well he had only had forty eight catches, yeah, but twelve touchdowns. Yeah, so he's a big play guy. Yeah. So if you do let uh, uh, Ridley go, then there like on, on, might on PFF, I see that. Uh, our guy is the number one corner. Now this is all debatable. Nate Wiggins from Clemson, Terry and Arnold. I've, I've, he's a good player from Alabama. There's a kid at Toledo, Toledo is who's also from Alabama, and then Rake Straw is fifth. Yeah, the kid from Toledo's moving up. Yeah, he had a real up. good senior bowl. Yeah, and they talked about him before. They the say senior he's a first round pick, and then he backed it yeah, up. So yeah. that's another is it one. Mitchell is it like Quinn and Mitchell. I'm not sure. I, I don't want to. Yeah, misspeak. I'll throw just, it out there. I'm not afraid. Yeah, I know you're not. Why, <laughs> I'll why, take the L. Yeah, why would you be? I, you know what's interesting, though, about this mock draft and yeah. with just the absolute undeniable defined needs of this football team is to get what? Bigger. And yeah. we end up with 175 and yeah, 180. That would uh-huh. be good. Playing corner and receiver. Now, listen, I will say this. Don't be a slave. To, if these guys are star players, don't you know? just don't go get me the third best defensive tackle in your grades because you got to have a defensive tackle. Either address it in free agency or get a guy later. Sports concepts and rationalizations. One more off the board one, and, and, and then we'll move on to bigger and better things. But who's the basketball coach at Kansas State? Yeah, it's um, um, oh, uh, Tang. Yeah, Jerome Tang. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, oh, sure. A lot of ways. Now, he, was he an assistant who got elevated? Probably. Or, I mean, this I'm is guessing, one that's, I'm guessing he would be. They beat Kansas last night. Mm-hmm. But I like how he did a couple things. He was a big thing last year. It was a big story last year. Yeah. They made a run, yeah. and his team was really good. And Keontae, too, yeah. right? Is yeah. Keontae in the association or no? He, 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 or is he G I think he's in the G League, but let me double check. Anyway, as you check that, I'll t- let me tell you about Jerome Tang here, and I want to get a little more info on him. But they beat Kansas, which is big, at K-State. That's always big. But, but Two years in a row he's done that. There's five seconds left in overtime, and Jerome Tang is telling the boys and the girls – do not storm the court. We are better. Than, we're not. It's not an STC game for us. Okay. Even though you're beating your arch rival, of yeah. course. And it they're is. number four in the country. If right. you do it all year, it's after this. That's one. the game. But I don't want to be the program. I want it to be the expectation. Then what I even like more about him, he says, "All right, we're not going to storm the court." So he goes up in the stands and jumps around with all the kids as they win the <laughs> I game. See. And he's done, that's his deal. He's is done that. that. His deal? He did it I last year. I love that stuff. So anyway, I I think he's been a great, and I don't know anything about him. Um, I'm going to look up real quick here about Jerome Tang because I like I like this guy and I think that's a great 
Uh, a great move by them. Um, yeah, he was an assistant under Scott Drew at Baylor. Okay. For 19 years. I he assumed was he was an, a Kansas State assistant. Yeah. Because he seems to love the program. He certainly embraced it. Yeah. He was, uh, no, he went from, he went from Heritage Christian Academy, where he spent 10 years, to Baylor assistant, to Baylor associate head coach, to K-State the last couple of years. He's 41 and 18. Three and one in the tournament. They were high seed last year. Uh, they were twenty six and ten and eleven and seven. They went to the elite eight. Yeah. Uh, this year they're fifteen and eight and five and five. They're, and they're on the bubble. One, one of other, the many on the bubble. One other college basketball note I noticed because I'm sort of a Big Twelve basketball junkie. Okay. <laughs> he said sarcastically, uh, "Texas is struggling. Uh, they have that kid. Isn't isn't Asmus. that the kid who yeah. torched yeah. us? Yep. You know, the last the, time we were in the tournament, I, don't, I can't is remember. Is it Oral Roberts? Yeah, Where it was Oral Roberts. Yeah, it was Oral Roberts. The little guy? Yeah. Yeah. Asmus, but it's like spelled Absimus or something. Asmus? Asmus is how That's you say That's not it. how you say it. Why do you do this? Mary Asmus. It's not Asmus. It's Asmus. Kiss my Asmus. Uh, if he was, you know, if you want me to, if there's a relation. Um, <laughs> Asmus. Um, if Asmus has a sister, I'll kiss her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. 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 You know, the uh, remember the other dude, the big dude? They um, had a big dude, too. You remember him? Yeah. yeah, I don't remember his name, but I don't know he was at Texas Tech because when I was watching, you know, our friends in San Antonio, she's a Texas Tech grad. She's yeah. the most psycho college basketball fan I've ever been around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember they had him. All right, the Jags did a very puzzling thing to me yesterday, so I want to get your guys' opinion on that when we come back. Right now, though, 641-1010, come kind, come courteous, come correct. It's a good tease. I mean, I'm intrigued. E.T. Yeah. still has a— And E. will let you know. E. has a pop quiz still coming up for us oh, today. Got all kinds of And I got a great, uh, I got a great uh, pest of the day. What that, a show. That will strike uh, what Joe— What a show. Strike Joe U. Is right this, in the forehead. E., is this the best of? Um, Are we saving this one for the next time we're off? No, no, no. Okay, we we do this every day, baby. Oh, every day. All right. Well, it's all ahead on the drill right now. All right. Welcome back. It's 7.50. So it was puzzling to me that the Jaguars turned around and brought back Riley Patterson. Huh. Now what? I mean, now I, I don't see think, that. I don't think he's getting the job. Hand it to him. But he'll have a chance. What happened to him in Detroit? It had to be. I don't think it was football related, dude. I don't know. I don't he was, know. Was he not successful in Detroit? I could tell you this. I am 99.9% sure Brandon McManus ain't going to be back. Oh, uh, would you bring him back after the way he folded down the stretch? I wouldn't. Now, it's too easy. I'm not having a guy that give me went 500 for me the last six weeks. I got to miss big kicks, man. Yeah, 25 of 27 inside of 50, 5 of 10 beyond 50. Did not have a good year. On or off the field, I'll say. And so, I don't think he's... Are you talking about... You're talking about McManus. McManus. Okay. Um, yeah, that is Now, strange. it'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, are they going to bring in another kicker to compete, or are they just going to give the job back to Riley Patterson? If they give the job back to Riley Patterson, then that tells us they should have never cut him in the first place. Well, uh, fair. I think they had an expectation of what McManus was going to give them, and it didn't translate. So, you know what I mean? I think they thought it would change the way they could put together their drives. It would change the way they use strategy, knowing that they could comfortably run a guy out from 55. The problem is you ran the guy out to 55, and he missed it 10 yards left. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened with Patterson in Detroit. He only played seven games. It was 13 of 14 on field goals. He just doesn't have a strong leg. I can think the 16, kickoffs, maybe. 16 of 16 on extra points, but to your point, it was 0 for 1 from 50-plus, but didn't miss anywhere else, 13 of 14. Mm-hmm. But for the Jags, he was two for three. For but I will say this though, it is true. I mean, you're you're at a competitive disadvantage if your guy can't knock through a fifty-five yarder. They all do, don't they? Yeah. 
I mean, in this Strange day, though. I mean, it's why listen. did he get released? Why did, was it just strictly because of that? It just doesn't. I, I don't know. Did he get injured at some point of the year? I don't. Maybe. Um, he became a roster casualty when the Lions needed to create a spot for quarterback Hendon Hooker returning from the non-football injury list. Well, they had to have a kicker, though. Yeah. He, he got make... picked up by the Browns, but then I think their guy got healthy he, and he, he never really played. Him. No, he kicked for him in the playoffs. Did he? Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Huh. They had Michael Badgley on the practice that's who squad. I, remember. I think Badgley no, was that's actually. No, that's the Lions. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I got you. Uh... It was the result of a kicking competition lasting weeks between Badgley and Riley Patterson. Dating back to the Lions win over the Chargers in Week 10, both players have been competing under the eyes of special teams coordinator. Badgley had been consistently winning. The Lions called him up in Week 15. That's tough, man. That's tough. I, yeah, I mean, I, I guess. He said I, over the course of six weeks, Badgley had been better. We didn't want to rush to make that decision right away. We felt like he deserved a fair as fair of an opportunity as we could have given him, but it was clear at the end of the day he was playing better. So they went with Badgley, oh, and Badgley okay. was fine, I think. Yeah. So, But, I mean, you're talking about a guy with a, an awful high percentage that can't seem to keep a job. Career long is 52, one of two on attempts of 50-plus yards this season. Um, he missed two extra points. Uh, Patterson did, I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, the point is it's, yeah, not how it – what happened in Detroit? Well, and you the know, fact listen, he's coming back here. It, 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 I don't know. McManus had started to go bad for Denver. It's why they let him go. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be the the kicker. If they're just going to give him the job, or not. By the way, we do a shout out to one of Jacksonville's own. This guy does a lot of good. This is the best thing he does. But it's uh, Tebow's night to shine is kicking off. Yeah, and he's in Guatemala City to start it. He goes all. He tri- it was all over the world. Last 10 years, and it's such a wonderful event, and he and his wife are a big part of it, and he's just, you know, hugging kids, all in beautiful dresses and tuxes, and, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a nice, it's such a nice event. So, anyway, shout out to Timmy and all that he does there. He, it really is an important thing. So, I wanted to mention that as well. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, e, do, do we have time for the pop quiz? Yes, we do. Love All right, it is Asmus or Asmus, however you say it, but I just Asmus. That B is the B is actually oh. a B from a different language that makes the double S sound. So Abmus is how it's spelled. Oh, okay. Gentlemen, I think it's why really Asmus. Let it go? Because I looked it up, I wasn't sure. Oh, okay. I thought you were asking me a serious question. You no. made me think that I was, was having not fun Asmus. with the word Asmus. Okay, I thought maybe that wasn't right. Kiss my Asmus, you told me. <laughs> Take that in fun. Gentlemen, what I have here is the list in honor of Black History Month. Yes. I have a list of the 27 head coaches Mm -hmm. who are African-American of all time. And uh, I think think y'all could name. Holy cow, that's good. That's a lot. Yeah, but I think yeah, all of these. How about why don't you break it down by wins and let's go to the top ten and wins? Can you do that? No, no, I just got a list of the top. Okay, we'll we'll knock them out though. Let's go quick. I think yeah, I'm pretty sure y'all can. Dungy. Yep. Dungy. Jim Caldwell. Uh-huh. Mike Tomlin. Uh-huh. Uh, Denny Green. Yep. Uh, uh, Romeo Cornell. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Herm Edwards. That is correct. Marvin Lewis. Yeah. Marvin Lewis. Todd Bowles. Yep. Raheem Morris. Art Shell. Yeah, Art uh-huh. Shell. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, the running backs coach from here, then went to the Chargers. Anthony Lynn. 
Yep. Lynn. Um, Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce. Pierce. Uh, didn't Leslie Frazier get a job for him? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll give you an old one. Uh, Packers guy, defense, Ray Rhodes. Ray Rhodes. Ooh, that's one. a good one. Now I got to look at the teams. Yeah. I mean, not as they stand, just like in the standings to get us some. Okay. Uh, oh, 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 uh, Super Bowl, uh, Caldwell. That's correct. I, I said him second. Yep. Did? Yeah, he's already marked Oh, up. I'm sorry. How many do we have? No, I know who we got. We got the dude down there and uh, 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 fired by the Dolphins. Uh-huh. Screen uh-huh. fit. Flores, Brian Flores. Brian Flores, yep. Uh, so what about Tom Flores? Is he considered African-American? No, he's not. He's what Spanish. Is he? Italian? Mexican, Spanish? Uh, I'll give you one. Uh, 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 Raiders, Rubisky. Terry Rubisky. Was here. Yeah, he's done a couple different uh-huh. things. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How many are we at? 17. Oh, y'all got, yeah, y'all got some good ones. Right. There's still some notable ones that y- y'all are missing. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Lovey Smith. Lovey. Lovey. Um, um, the guy who got the job in Houston for half a minute. Oh. I can't remember his Damn. name. Damn. What was his name? I'll get it. Yeah. Just keep going. Um, I'm just going down the list. Oh. Uh, There's another uh, guy in Houston. Well, we had a guy. Does it count if you're interim? Yep. Well, the guy, we had the intro that oh, went to uh-huh. Michigan State. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I'm forgetting names now. Oh, why do you do this? The, yeah, the guy here. I see. Tucker. Yeah. Yep. Mel, Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker. Yep. McKee. Mc, oh, what's the guy down there in Houston? McKee, McKeever. What's his name? No. Oh, I know one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Singletary. Yep. Mike Singletary. That's 20. All right, I'm just kind of going through the list. There's here. still a couple that I'm surprised y'all haven't seen Well, it's yet. hard, right? We're going through uh-huh. all of them. Think of the guys right now. Oh, like currently in the league? Uh-huh. All right, well, I'm going down the list. I'll come across a, a few here. Oh, well, I got one. Uh-huh. Uh, not current. Um, uh, my man in Cleveland, Hugh. Yep. Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going down the list here, dude. What, what, I'm seeing a bunch yeah, of white what, dudes. What does uh, Jeff say on the sandwich? Don't say nothing. Oh, just, how about... um? just got the Carolina job. Canales. How about... um? Uh, uh, oh, who, uh, Vance Joseph. Yep, correct. Got Vance Joseph. Okay. How many is that? Oh, y'all got a bunch. Y'all, I'll We're tell you, y'all are 22. 22? Uh, we got five more? One. Well, we got the Houston guy. We can't remember. What's his oh, name? Okay, I get it. Uh, uh, McC- uh, it's not Mick something. Is that messing no. us up? Shoot. How did I get that? I can see him. Uh, God, he's forgotten. Yeah. I, don't, I can't remember. It's David something. David. Is it David? Yeah. Isn't it David something? The Houston no, guy? I don't have no David. There's another Houston guy. Like from last year? Mm-mm. What do you mean, uh-uh? I got another Oh, Houston. D'Amico. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, current. Yeah, uh-huh. I hear you. Mm-hmm. There's still a couple more that y'all are missing. I looked up the Houston guy. I couldn't stand what it What is anymore. it? It's Cully. David? I'm giving us credit. It David is David Cully. <laughs> giving us credit on that one. Um, that's 20 what, five? That's 20, I believe three, isn't it? I'm done. I can't think okay. of it. My mind is mush. All right. Uh, Gerard Mayo. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's current. All right. Yeah. All right, yeah, current. Uh-huh. There's, uh, y'all didn't say Mike Tomlin. Yes, we did. All right. Yeah, we did say Tomlin. So that's another All right. I'm a, oh, Emmett Thomas. Emmett Thomas, okay. I forgot about him, yeah. Eric Studsville. What? He was an interim coach uh, for the Denver Broncos okay. in 2010. All right. All right. Yeah, that, yeah, that's hard to remember, Anthony too. Just like, Vance. by the way, that could be white, black, Asian, yeah. Hispanic. Right. They would have they would have never got Mel Tucker in Denver doing this show today. <laughs> Correct. That's true. Just for the right. And uh, Fitz Pollard. 
Fritz Pollard. He's yeah, Fritz Pollard. He's the original. Yep. Yeah. The original. He, what, no, he was like that's long like time ago. Twenties, yep, right? He yeah. was the original. Yeah. Huh. That, that's it. All right. Yeah. All right. I thought we did pretty good. Not bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good one. Under Black History Month. I would have put over uh, over under on twenty. So yeah, okay. y'all did well. Yeah. All right. Nice. I got a uh, I got a pest of the day when we come back. Let's do it. Paging Joe, you please pick up the orange courtesy <laughs> phone. Coming your way, there, Chief. Next on no, a Catlin here. Truck Accessories Tuesday. Back. Tomorrow's a big day here on the drill as I pay off one of my wheel spins. It's walk to work day. Be heading out early. Trying to make it here by 9 o'clock. Thinking about Toby Keith this morning. Shout out. Passed away. 62, I think. Yeah, Way too young. Yeah. Way too young. Very patriotic uh, person, for sure. So anyway. Good old uh, Yep, definitely good old boy. Um, yeah, so we'll walk to work tomorrow. We'll All be right, on so let's the see, air. What's the plan? I, okay, let me hold on a second. You know, this is good. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. <laughs> My dog got locked in real quick. Locked in. Gonna hold on there. Roll out early in the six o'clock hour. I mean, how how quick are you gonna get here? You think you get here in three hours? Have you be trying already... to make it in three? I mapped out my 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 plan is to shoot uh-huh. shoot down. Uh, you going down to Pablo to Beach? Pablo to Beach, up Beach to South Side, yeah. South Side over. I mean, it's about as simple as you can do. Probably the mean, smartest way to do it. So, all right, let me just get a. Please don't run me over if I'm out there walking. Just tomorrow. left right now. I'm looking for either some rain or. 40 mile an hour wind. Oh, yeah. Let me what go do we to got the, Let me go. I'm going to the forecast right now. Yeah, tomorrow I haven't morning. Even looked. I looked. It's cold. 6 a.m. Windy. Yes. Oh, this is beautifully. 6 a.m., 42 degrees. All right. That's fine. Clear. Perfect. Uh, 10 mile an hour winds. Oh, I don't like that. 7 o'clock, 42 degrees. <laughs> 10 mile an hour winds. Out in the north, too, by the way. That's the cold wind. Yeah. It'll be busting right in his face as he heads up. San Pablo earlier in the morning. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then it'll be beside him, and then it'll be at his back coming up. Wind, dress warm. I have to wear a tuc- sails. I have to have a toucan tomorrow. Eight, eight o'clock. E. Are we sunny or not sunny? We're sunny. Clear yeah. until eight, and then it's sunny. Forty-two degrees. Ooh. Ten mile an hour winds, and then at uh, nine a.m. your arrival time. You tell us. Well, I'm thinking. Try to make it by before the show ends. Really, forty-five degrees mm-hmm. and sunny. Yeah, mm. you're gonna be all hooked up here, right? That's like, up talking. To- We're gonna be doing yeah. a show as we go. Yeah, yeah that's the plan. Yeah. I mean, I'll be. If not, this wheel spin is going to end up costing uh, you. Me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't. I want no part of that. That, that doesn't seem yeah. fair. Jeff, I, we're having some technical yeah. difficulties. You know what I should have him do? Like, remember the old Al Franken bit back in the day, Hick, where he'd put this man-made satellite on him. I should have Hick walk in with like a laptop in front of him, at all hooked up around his body, and he just had to walk in <laughs> a one-man reporting, you know, I like machine. That. I like that. So anyway, all right, so that, we'll check in with you. I'll give you the six o'clock hour. I mean, we'll just yeah, we'll check in with you periodically. What do we say? It is eleven miles. Yeah, when we it's, as the um, you know what? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's eleven. Eleven. I think it's that's going to take you more than three hours, Chief. Yeah, maybe we'll sneak out early. Yeah. Well, either way, I just you know be safe. You're going to wear some reflectors or anything? Do we have any kind of like? Uh, does somebody have to be following him? Do we have any sort of security, lane closures, Yoda, wide load signs, something? Yoda's going to be meeting Dan at the house. Yoda's he, meeting him at the house. And, and, that's big for Yoda. That's, that's I mean, some, it takes some people years to get that invite. So yeah. even though it's a work circumstance now, will you let Yoda use is the Yoda, hot tub or Yoda, be in the pool or anything? Is Yoda going to park at the house or what's he going to do? <laughs> uh, well, he's going like, to drive ahead and be like at different spots? Yeah, he's going to take that first leg with you. Oh, okay. Pro- probably not all the way to beach, but he's going to take a leg. And then at some point, Graham Cam is going to oh, pick up. D- d- okay. Team coverage. And then at some point, Cat is going to pick up. Oh, so, okay. yeah. We, we gonna what do you mean Cat's going to pick up? Well, pick up coverage. Coverage. Like the cat's going to be out and about yeah, tomorrow with yeah, us? Yeah. Oh. And then oh. th- okay, so that's tomorrow. We will uh, keep you posted as. 
Yeah. Dan trudges his way into the into work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Thursday. Oh yeah. Now you're you're in. Uh, you got you're in touch with our people over at yeah. the Dash. Oh yeah. They so are. the Daily's Dash is bringing because I saw he's bringing in some bacon. He's, yeah, I, they... I, that's the BLT sandwich he's bringing for. <laughs> well, now us, by the way. But we need all the ingredients to throw Absolutely. the bread and you know. Well, so, I gave him a list of ingredients. You did. Yeah. We need a big uh-huh. jar of mayonnaise too. Oh, now. Huge. Yeah. The vat. Yeah. yeah a vat, that. so yeah. to speak. Yeah. We get you know we, we pay for all this stuff. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a little, so yeah. tomorrow. It's, listen, to be honest with you, if you're walking 42 degrees, ain't bad. That 10, 12 miles an hour wind, that ain't no fun. I'll have to dress warmly. Oh, yeah. might, have go, might have to go sweatpants and not shorts. Sweatpants, huh? I don't know. Huh. That's the big question. I have, I'm fine upper upper body, but do I go shorts or sweatpants? Then you got to have the right shoes too. Oh, I always got the right uh-huh, shoes. Uh-huh. I got all my walking shoes. So, uh, but yeah, we got to go. With, it's got to be a, a brisk pace to make it in time. So, okay. But that's the plan. That's the plan right now. So we'll knock that out tomorrow. And then uh, either you or E will give me a ride home, by the way. So hmm? keep that in mind. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, that's part of it as well. Breaking up a little bit. Part of the. Uh, that's what Yoda's for, <laughs> Grand Cam, or one of those guys. Uh-huh. All right. That's why we have support personnel here. Support Your chief personnel. of staff. Yeah, we have support personnel. You know, uh, I. Uh, uh. Somehow this spin is becoming pain in my butt. <laughs> I can't because I can't. Et, I I know that. I guess officially, your little cook-off contest here at the the, the state is this like a in honor of like Super Bowl, you yeah, know, Super Bowl, yeah, um, you know, noshing. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I don't know if they expect like a perfectly presentable pie, but I'm I'm not about that. When you want a piece of this delicious yeah. chocolate chest pie, here, damn, my plan is this. Mm-hmm. My plan is for the pie to be so good that. You know, I'm already starting now to do a little bit of the numbers here. How much does it cost you to make these pies, honey? And I'll sell them right out here in the veranda from like six to eight. We got to get them all sold before the boss shows up. He yeah. can't know what we're up to. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll just sit. I'll, we'll sit Molly out there, pay her, you know, a few bucks an hour, and she just they'll, they'll just come through that veranda. E, once they put a, a, a taste of this pie all in their mouth, they'll be back in two days. That's all it takes. Idea to make money. Well, they might work. So anyway, my point is, they don't have to be perfect for the. You know, for the competition at, yeah, at six thirty, I'll cut you a slice anytime you're ready. Yeah, I'm about to be ready this okay. next break. All right, good. I got brunch with a tour. I eat some of that food, and I'll have that for dessert. Most people don't yeah. have dessert with breakfast. I'm not most people. Yes, yeah, right. Not afraid. I'm not afraid. I have today's pest of the day brought to you by Mission mm-hmm. Pest Solutions. Mm-hmm. Listen, my guys over at Mission Pest Solutions are the best. Is they're local, uh, veteran owned and operated. They are the real deal when it comes to customer service. And they um, are, are going to do it unlike you've had it done. So call 944-PEST. You'll speak directly with those owners, whether it's Jackson native Russell Skinner. That's a Riley's cousin, by the way. Tenure Navy pilot uh, Tyler Terranez. Just read the Google reviews. I've had them out to the house. It's terrific. Um, 944-PEST. You'll speak directly, like I said, with the owners. And you'll get 25% off when you mention 1010XL. So let Mission Pest uh, blow your mind with their communication and response time for all your pest, termite, and protection needs. That includes mosquitoes, by the way, and that is just around the corner. All right, I'm going to do a special shout-out this morning to Joe Yu, mm-hmm. who I also... Um, shout-out, Joe Yu. Yeah, it's a shout-out, and by shout-out, it you know, do you shout-out with the middle finger or... Is that not really a shout-out? That's out? not a shout-out. Well, I, there is this, Joe You this basketball team that you were raving about in the preseason. Remember how, how he was complaining that they were only number 11? Remember that one, Dan? Yes, he did. Yeah, we're only number 11. It's clear bias. No respect. 
Well, you did make history last night. Congratulations. Since the program was restarted in 1986, you've never scored fewer points than you did last night at Virginia. The Canes played a 40-minute basketball game, Dan. Uh Scored 38. Lowest point total in any game since reinstating their men's basketball program in 85-86. Miami scored 38 points in the game? Yeah, they scored 38 in a game last night. They lost 60-38. to Oh, boy. At Virginia. Um, It's the lowest point total since they joined the ACC for the conference in total, and it's Miami's, again, lowest since they came back into the league. 17 in the first, 21 in the second, 38 points. Wow. That's not good. Uh, it was all a bit too much for Jim Laranega, the Canes coach. He stayed by himself at the bench during a, te- a timeout while his team met with staff on the court after the game. His new conference, his news conference wasn't much different. Okay, let's go. Anybody got any questions? When a reporter asked what changed in a game that the Hurricanes once led 7-2, he replied, the game. They just outplayed us in every aspect of the game. We didn't play well. They played really well. Thank you for your attention. Then left the room. Yeah, I get it. That's fine. Yeah, so uh, it's not like they. It's not like Miami had twenty uh, reporters there covering the game, uh, covering the presser, right? This is. Um, uh, by the way, Virginia's won a now NCAA leading twenty three straight at home. Yeah, I saw that. They're up to eighteen and five on the year. Uh, you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. What amazes me more than the record is the sheer volume. They're one hundred and fourteen and two. Yeah. In games where they allow 50 or fewer, which means 116 games under Tony Bennett, they've allowed fewer than 50 points? Yeah. That's like six seasons of basketball without giving up 50? Yeah. He's he's a heck of a coach. He is a, a coach. And Virginia finally won that elusive. Remember, they lost as a one seed the first one ever, first and then they won ever. the very next year. Well, anyway, that's the pest of the day. It goes uh, roaringly to Joe Yu, whose basketball team made history last night. And it's brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. You know what's an important part of... That title, Solutions. It's what you get when you call Mission Pest at 944-PEST. As I get ready to embark on my journey tomorrow, I am going to fashion myself as a stallion crossing the Icelandic Black Ash Desert with the north wind blowing. Are you psyching yourself up by yes. reading something off the internet? I'm looking at the these, these beautiful uh, animals crossing the Icelandic Black Ash Desert with the north wind blowing in their face and them just continuing to plot. They're elk, you say? No, they're, they're stallions. They're horses. Oh, oh. Wow. Yes, that's what I will be tomorrow. I will be a stallion making my way to the offices here on Hogan Road. So, you want to see the stallions? There they are. Going against the Icelandic Black Ash Desert. looks like that's the ocean flowing backwards. Yeah. Looks like Pebble Beach. (laughs) Sunday? (laughs) And Monday, I guess. Yeah, you're neither Icelandic nor a stallion, but you should have a nice, again, we... We gave the guy his exercise routine for tomorrow. He gets yeah. to do it on company time. It's beautiful. Tomorrow, I'm going to play golf is my penalty. One other thing from that K-State-Kansas game. Uh-huh. I thought this made me chuckle. Um, but you know how in, in sports, um, when you get blood on you, you have to come out of the game immediately and, and they have to get it off you? I mean, it used to yeah. be a bigger deal, right? Uh, back really in what, what was the HIV scare is when it started, right? Isn't that when... You know, gloves and... Yeah, I think so. Right? Isn't that... I, the- I, I, know, I know, like, in boxing, they would always put them on, but that's a heavier dose of blood. Yeah. But anyway... Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, the K-State cat, get it, uh, comes off the court. He's got blood on his white jersey. Okay. And the trainer guy, my man, goes up there with some sort of secret potion. He spruces it on and wipes the blood right off. And I'm thinking, man, you commit a crime here. You... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be clean up the scene with this magic potion. Well, what be, was it? I don't know. I'm just telling you, he's got a little little bottle. He squirts it on the on the ample amounts of blood, 
he's wiping with a towel and the blood disappears, bro. It's gone. I uh, yeah, that sounds like sorcery to me. I'm un- I'm comfortable. Okay, well, I don't know that it is sorcery or not, but I just thought that that was something to uh, mention here on the program. Support. Stem the tide. Stem the tide. Um, when I talk about the, uh, is there any? What are the buzz things going around the National Football League right now? Uh, is that Washington hired Cliff Kingsbury and they're going to make a run at Caleb Williams? But how can I don't know how you can get to number one because then it, you're the Bears, you're trading away Caleb Williams, and then well then you got to keep Justin Fields and everybody no, and their mother is saying they're keeping yeah. Keeping uh, uh, or tr- there, getting yeah. rid of Justin Fields and drafting Caleb Williams, so yeah, there's no I real option there. Yeah, I don't think you, I don't think you trade it like the two. I was watching his two, right? I don't think you trade it two and then go Drake May, but or I mean, is Jaden Daniels any more impressive than Justin Fields was coming out of college? I'd say no. Well, statistic. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Justin Fields' teams were better. So. Pretty soon, we're gonna get that historical like pre-draft grade, and it'll match up. But Washington clearly is looking to make a splash. They they you know uh, they brought in Kingsbury. Their own they got a rich owner. They're gonna they're they want to they want to use the potion and cleanse all the gunk from the Snyder. I tell you what, you get out from underneath that Kansas City machine, and your prospects as a head coach seem to go with it. Remember, yeah. Bieniemy was like the hot name. Why doesn't he get a job? Why does yeah. he get a job? We didn't even hear his name in the cycle this time, and now no, he he's fired. the guy who's out yeah. for Kingsbury to get in. I, I do think Dan uh, um, Quinn did it classy. Apparently, he told him personally. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's fine. I mean, that, uh, that happens with new schemes yeah. and new guys. That's what they do. I got RG3 on here complaining about it. Like, it's, you know, I mean, dude, that's. that's. I mean, come on. The guys we, come and go. It's what we want, man. It's it's just normal. It's just normal in the, you know. And, and, it, and clearly, it's not. Listen. He says, Eric Bieniemy not being a head coach after two Super Bowls and seven straight AFC West titles is still baffling in capital letters. Then he got Charlie Browned by people saying he needed to run his own offense. Goes to Washington staff on its last breath. He should have never left KC. I'm like, Chief, I mean, there's got to be reasons why Bieniemy hadn't got the job. He just must not interview well or something. Or he would have got a head coach. Look at all the – again, we have plenty of – Plenty of coaches getting jobs here. Black coaches who have gotten well. Head it's not just jobs. that. It's it's you don't get credit for the other guy's success. You just RG three. Well, that's not true. Many do. But, well, RG three yeah. just explained Andy Reed's resume. Right. Yeah. 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah. So anyway, I I just but I'll be curious to see if Washington has got a plan here to try to finagle Caleb Williams because you know he's from, you, I, well, by the way you know where he's from right. It's D.C. area? Yeah. yeah I think so, so I don't know what kind of plan you can have. What kind of plan can you have if the Bears want to draft him? The Bears have already made all these moves to, to you know, to have all those picks so they can do this. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. All right, let's take a break. We got brunch with the tour coming up. It was brilliant for them last year getting rid of the one pick, and he's Bryce Young, and he's terrible. Yeah. You know, and he got this extra pick this year. That's why he got these two extra picks. I mean, this is Carolina's. That's how bad the number one pick was. You got it again with him. Yeah. 100%. Although, you can say the same thing about Trevor. Trevor came number one, and then they had the number one pick again the next year, and then they were a playoff team. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to see where the Washington Commanders were just as far as, like, total offense. And uh, they were 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. They were uh, 23rd in the NFL, 312 uh, yards per game. So, um, pretty well below average. And then in scoring offense, the uh, Commanders were 1, 2, 
They were 24th. So hardly, you know, flaming stats to make sure you keep a job underneath a new stat. But uh, either way, brunch with the tour. We'll turn our attention to golf. We've got the uh, Lockerlaw High School report going to the Hoop of Fleming Island mm-hmm. a little bit later this hour as well. Thanks for being along with us. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. All right. We, we, you know, we got some developments here on the text line before we bring in Stuart Moore. Let's actually go ahead and activate. Activate. He sent some convoluted text about Constantine. I'm assuming he means Honda. What's he even talking about? Did you see that yesterday? No. No, I said Cognizant. Cognizant. Cognizant? What is that for? Is that a name of a tournament? That's the old Honda. Oh, it is. Nobody knows that. You need if you're talking to two old horses here, just say I gotta go down to the Honda. Then I'd understand. I (laughs) thought there was some sort of spell check mistake. All right, a couple things here before we get to the golf talk. Um this is a good point. Pross if Patty LaBelle can side hustle a sweet potato pie and parlay millions, surely you can sing hella cash on Mrs. P's pie. Oh. Right? Y'all just don't know how good this dang old pie is. Are you eating some right now, <laughs> what? E? Huh? Oh, can I gosh. sell the pie for $20, yes or no? Easy. Right? All day long? Mm. He's eating it. He couldn't stop. It's here for a contest. We just couldn't contain it. went into it. It's an unbridled wild horse. Uh, also, I'm uh, the wild horse. I'm the wild horse. You're, no, you're a stallion. Um, <laughs> I'm on the Icelandic... Uh, 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 Desert. Well, we might need to do some re-math here because according to Google Maps here, mm-hmm. it shows you're looking at about a five-hour walk time. So you might want to think that window there, Dano. Now you're dealing with Dan Dan Hicken. I mean, you're le- you're leaving. Dan Hicken is a man of the people. Dan Hicken is a man who you will make fast? his time. I'll make it. What, I'm if, like, what if he I'm don't like, make it on time? I'm like, do it again? It, no. I'm like Jimmy Chitwood in Hoosiers. <laughs> I'll make it. Did you, see, uh, <laughs> did you see the nice little accessory a two-year-old? Uh, daughter of Patrick and Brittany was sporting around at the Super Bowl no. opening night. Yeah, no. be a little Prada bag because every two-year-old needs a little Prada in their life. Well, that's cool. <laughs> Stewie, what's up, man? Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Am I still on here? Oh, you know here what? we go. I, I, Don't I, start with yeah, this, Stewie. Let me just, okay. You're now he, on hold. Yeah, he went on hold. He put you on hold, And the Stewie. only reason is because of the, pro- the long-running professional relationship between the two organizations. Not between you and I and Stewie, but between the PGA Tour and 1010XL, those two giant entities on the First Coast. is The only reason he didn't just get the Mr. Tennessee oh, or no. Joe U. Oh, get no. him out of here. Right, just get him out of here and just flat out hang up, okay? All We're right. being very patient with his gravelly phone voice kind of commitment we get. Mm-hmm. You know, right. six hours before airtime. Let's bring him back. He's in. jetting off to Constantine. Let's bring him back. Now you Palm Beach Gardens at the uh, there you go. Marriott. That's more like it. I thought the tour really got a terrible break this weekend with the of all the weeks to not have that fourth round canceled. This yeah. was a bad one because you had the mm-hmm. you know you had the, the stage all to yourself that afternoon. It's a great golf course. It was a great field. Yeah. I wish we could have seen the fourth round, but sometimes you know weather happens. Yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously, they made the right call to win 50 to 60 miles an hour. Point is, you know, the golf course was saturated, right? It was ball in hand all week. You're yeah. talking massive trees, saturated roots, and 60 mile an hour winds. You saw the damage done in Monterey. I mean, they made the right call, and then to not play Monday as well. I mean, they were, you know, basically kind of shelter in place off the roads. And you get to that point, it's like, what the hell are we doing trying to play a golf tournament on Monday? So if you're Wyndham Clark, you want to back up that 60 and, you know, and, Listen, I'm sure he's happy to get the win and all that, but like deep down, you want to go out there and battle those guys. And he said so in uh, his presser. But listen, I mean, Wyndham Clark, what, last nine months, we've, we've won at uh, Wells Fargo. That's the signature event, Quail Hollow, Big Boy Course, the U.S. Open, yeah. LA Country Club, and now Pebble, another signature event. I mean, the guy has, you know, oodles of talent coming out of college. It just took a while to get there, and clearly now he's here. It's great for the tour because he's developing into a star. 
And I don't feel as bad as him being a winner because he went and shot a 60. But he wasn't going to win because I, I, you know how golf works, Dewey. You shoot a yeah. 60, you don't come back with a 65 to win pulling away. You, you usually piddle around and somebody else shoots the 64 on Sunday and wins the tournament, usually on the PGA Tour. Now, I, who knows? We'll never know. Obviously, they, had, they couldn't play. So, it, it's, right. it, like Jeff said, it's, it's unfortunate. But I'd like it to be pointed out that we battled 60-mile-an-hour winds yesterday in the Felt media like, day. Right. Man, it uh, just got colder and colder yesterday. Uh, yeah, and, well, give me some highlights. How about 17? What did Nick do? We uh, had to leave after 15. Yeah, you don't want to know. Dan had to leave, and so I, and I had to take him back. So it was We were very and, pleased to get through 15, yeah, by the way. Sure. Uh, the group in front, of us, in front of us was extremely slow. Um, you guys pace a play every year and issue for you guys. Yes. Well, all I know is the group behind us was like an hour behind us, and the two groups ahead of us were in our golf cart. Yeah. So whatever that means. Yeah. And and crams you behind you, right? I, I don't. I don't know. Was it? That's your. That's your gig. Also, again, for the fourth year in a row, we we have a cheater champion. Um, what happened? I don't know if you you weren't there for that either. No, I had to. I listen. I had Did to you work yesterday? <laughs> I mean, what would you have to? Immediately, like, did you get the bat phone and say, because we saw you, yeah. like, uh, hey. listen, I had, a, I had a co-worker with the flu. I got media day for Cognizant, which is right. Johnny, uh, Johnny on 95. Can you just say, can you just say the Honda? Can you just say the Honda? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, um, yeah, uh, the team of uh, uh, Weber and Marcel Robinson, E, and, and a couple others uh, won. Oh really? And there is no chance at all that those guys could know, have won the tournament. I know it's Black History Month and all, but yeah. come on now. No chance. No <laughs> possible. It, it, it's there's no way they shot 59. Uh, when we left, we were what? Pros 12 under, 11 yeah, under. Uh, no more than 11. Yeah. Um, we were eight on the. We front. had two. We had two pars on. The, uh, yeah, and we one had 15 and 10. Also, 13 under. Yeah. So I mean, listen. I saw I saw Marcel on number five in mm-hmm. a full long sleeve flannel shirt, <laughs> play, playing a red golf red golf ball, not yeah. orange, red. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's just—I mean, the, I wouldn't say the ball got off the ground. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, maybe there is something there. Now, well, Stuart Webber I mean, is not an athlete. We all know that. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot he's of doing our work for us. He's doing all the work thank for you. you thank you, Stuart. The Stuart <laughs> of Jacksonville, Stuart Moore. So, um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's not what people want to talk about. We're talking about the tour. And we're talking about now. It's a fun tournament this week, right? Sure yeah, is. it's because it's and has this grown because because it's Super Sunday? Has it grown because it's sixteen? Has it grown because of both? Like for me, it became that it was a good lead into the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I watched yeah. you know watch the golf, and sometimes you know it would just it finish almost a kickoff. So it was like a good time killer for me. Now I'm sure a lot of people watch the Super Bowl festivities in pregame, but. What, what do you think yeah, the re- – I mean, do we agree it's, like, really ratcheted up in stature over the last 15, 20 years? Oh, 100%. You remember Tigers hole-in-one back in the late 90s. There was no grandstands, right? I mean, it was it was a big crowd, right? And they all threw beer when he, when he made that eighth. Right. But I think, one, they've been very – they've taken advantage of Arizona State being 15 minutes away, right? I mean, that place – listen, I mean, 17 at TPC Sawgrass gets rocket, but we're not pulling from JU and UNF to create that atmosphere. Let's, Stuart, let's is there any it. tour stop – in the in the any tour stop where that many people are there that early and they open the gates and they sprint, does that yeah. happen at other places or no? No, no. 
it's unique. And it, listen, it's not like, uh, you know, Bob, the insurance salesman, bolting out there at 3 a.m. I mean, these are borderline hammered frat kids. So yeah. let's all stay to stay, but they've done an amazing job building it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think one thing people don't talk about, which makes, you know, that hole, when you take down the build, it's probably the most blase part three on the PGA Tour, right? It's right. 160, two bunkers, there's nothing there, but that's what makes it great because guys can throw darts in yeah, there. Yeah, it needs to be that's an easy that. hole. Yeah. That model doesn't work if they're ripping four irons off to like a back left pin with water, you know. So it, it, it's a perfect setting, and the, and the Thunderbirds have done an unbelievable job selling it, creating it, building it, you know, making it more than just golf. I think Post Malone played there a couple Posty. nights ago, so kudos to them for building it. I got to be there next year, Stu. I yeah. got to be there next year. All right, I got yeah. your tickets. Yeah, they'll take care of you. Speaking of tickets, we got two to Tuesday's practice rounds right now, and the concert. Ooh. All right, the concert right. for the players. Plus, what is this, E? $25 gift card to Bono's. All right, 641-1010. Come kind, come courteous, come correct. And he will, uh, he will hand you a couple tickets to Tuesday's practice round. You concert, you can go have dinner, lunch at Bono's. What a great day for you, and you're welcome. So, and thank you to the, uh, to the players for that as well. Um, all right, let's move ahead here, uh, Stuart. It's time for, and, and this is exciting, uh, the Dream Finders picks. Oh. Dream Fighters, the official home builder of the PGA Tour. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsoring the pick? We got the pick sponsor. This is a big deal, man. We ain't messing around. Dream Fighters is here, baby. Wow. And, and, I mean, yeah. my segment between Clearwater Irrigation, which yeah. shout out to John and team, did an amazing job on my yard last fall. I have to give okay. them props. But, like, this is, I mean, I'm starting to bring in some dollars for you guys. Apparently so. Nice. So, okay. thank you. Thank you. Are you, angling, are you angling for some cash money? I am. Let me check my account real quick. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Not happening. E, bring everybody up to date on where people stand after Jeff's big week where he gets lucky with the 54-hole stop. Yeah, Picked him man. first. I don't know how it's luck when your top pick comes through, but okay. And that top pick being Ludwig Aberg, who earned Jeff about $2.1 million. Okay. He also had Tommy Fleetwood, so Jeff is uh, currently in first place. Oh. Uh, in second place is the tour. The tour had Scotty Scheffler and Max Homa, mm-hmm. who earned him about six hundred sixty-seven million or six hundred sixty-seven thousand. Mm-hmm. Puts him in second place with about two million. Oh, there goes total. Stu, yeah. yeah. So Stu won't be able to make his picks. This is great. <laughs> Why call, is the f- oh? I'll call him back. Uh, in third place is Dan Hicken, who had Rory McIlroy and Xander Schauffele. You got one point four million total. That's your total. And total. Mm-hmm. I'm in last place. I, I, I took uh, Victor Hovland and Jordan Spieth. All right. And I'm at one point one million. Spin All right, that so you wheel, got Lee. one one. Tours got what two point zero? What what? I mean, yeah. what are the total? It was my four. total to almost three. Yeah, you're almost three. All right, kick us off uh, with our dream finders, Scotty. Picks. I'm taking Scotty. Okay. All right. Okay, Dan. I'm gonna take. Um, gotta take, get the tour on the phone. E, you got. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. I'm gonna take JT. Wow, he's that, that been stings. playing well. Yeah, that stings, man. I you wasn't expecting. Well, I wasn't expecting JT there. I mean, you know, it was gonna get him right there. I just completely throwing me for a loop. I was. Oh I was, dear. Apologies. Hey, yeah, I'm not. Uh, wow, I'm surprised you win him there. You win him last week. I mean, or two weeks. Two ago. weeks ago, and he did great for him. Yeah, and he's playing well. Kind of I watched guy. him. I watched him on that. I'm gonna go off the board too. Then yeah. it's not my turn yet. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, if we if Stewart hey, doesn't like, get back I, on, yeah. we have to pick for him. This is a huge controversy right now. In the, our again. first Dream Finders official home builder of the PGA Tour yeah, picks, and they're not happy. Yeah. Well, no, they might be happy. They might enjoy this as we go down the list here, and we suddenly give K- Kitayama to uh, Stewart Moore. Kitayama, shoot, he'd be lucky. I'll give him Bud Cauley. Shout out. 
Bud Colley's playing. Back. Yeah, he's back. You know that? Bud Colley's back? Yeah, yeah. All right. So he's gotten Clap in a couple of events. Congratulations. That's and I only awesome. said him because he's at the last of the, yeah. as far as the rankings in this, because he's been out of. Did out you of want Doug Gim? Yeah, Stuart? we gave you Doug Gim, so you're good, right? What? You guys just hung up on me. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no. no that no. was certainly not how it happened. That was you. Um, she- uh, uh, Scheffler went to E.T. Uh, by the way, the new standings are I've got almost 3 million. You've got like 2.3, I think he said. Uh, Dan's got 1.4, and he's got 1.1. Uh, Scheffler for Hick. Scheffler no. for me. J- I mean for uh, E. And then JT for Hick, and now it's your pick. Oh. Um, I'm going to go with a little Sam Burns. That's who I was going to take. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not the first guy anymore, Pro. Yeah, but these are down the line, <laughs> man. Happy. These are like 10 and 12 on the right. What the heck? Blankings. <laughs> all right, you're going to have to go off the board now. You get two picks. The like pressure's on. we got to wait man. for you. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do, man? This what guy's not do? played great, though. Mm-hmm. Do it. Like do it. Just, I, I don't. We need the picks, please. I'm going to go uh, Max Homa and Matthew Fitzpatrick. All right. Well oh. done. That brings us back to uh, the tour. Let me ask something real quick. If I didn't hang up on you, why did he have to call me from a separate line? Because are you seriously saying that we what are about you to doing? get hung up on again? Give, give your name, and then it's a, a, a hearty. Who's your pick? Who's your I pick? Hiss. Who is it? I hiss. Let's go. Who did he say? Who? Gala. Who? Who? Are you kidding me? Sahis Sigala? Sigala. Yeah, there you I, go. Stuart, I can't hear you. Yeah. Who is it? Yeah, he's gone. That's what he is. Yeah, I, I did hang up on him. Yeah, well, don't done. take it back. My apologies to the tour. Get your house in order. I'll go with. Um, I'll go with Spieth. No, we had some ter- terrible. Uh, um, yeah. I almost went with Spieth. Spieth and JT, you're going to have a little hug fest. You guys can stay uh, in the couch so. court together. Let's get a big one. All right, there. Uh, he Sheffler. finishes up. I think I'm going to go with Cameron Young. Yeah. All right, forever young. Uh, well right, done. We're going to talk about the next. Uh, Dream Fighters official home builder of the PGA Tour picks. That's Brunch with the Tour. Lock and Law High School Report on deck. Let's do some high school talk here. We got Fleming Island boys basketball in the house. We got senior George Ham. We have freshman Carson Crawford. Men, how we doing? Good. How about you? Everybody good? Yes, yes sir. sir. All right, big time. This is it. It's do or die time now. What's that like? Uh, let's start with the senior, George. What's that like uh, knowing now this is it, man? There's no no tomorrow. If you lose, it could be over. Yes, sir. It's, it's a big deal. Um, obviously, we've been waiting for this for four years. Um, going in this game, I mean, it's winter go home, especially for me. This is my last year. Yeah. So... Everything's going on the table tonight. You know, our coach said, why not us in the yeah. workout? Yeah. So, why not us? What a why district, man. What a district y'all play. And we were talking about it in the break. But, you know, we have Ponte Vedra, Nice, Oakley. If you play OP tonight, uh, Carson, you, you probably pretty battle-tested heading into the postseason, yes, seeing these guys all year. Yes, sir. Um, You know, I'm ready. Like like our coach said, it's, we're 0-0. Zero zero. Like, none of those records matter. You know, it's the, it's all, it's the postseason. Like, we're we're going to win. We're going to give it the districts. We're going to. Style the ball do y'all play, George? What, what, uh, if I go watch a Fleming Island basketball game, what am I going to see? Like everybody else now, we're getting the ball, we're running until the game clock ends. Yeah, we're, we play <laughs> fast. We're small. Carson's probably our only like main big, but outside of that, we're fast. So we run a lot of our offense through him, but we play fast. So as soon as we get it, we're pushing. 
if you come see us, you're going to see a lot of exciting because you're going to see a lot of fast break, a lot of transitions, some dunks. So you're going to see a lot of that. Pretty, it looks like uh, by the pace he's on, you got a pretty elite scorer sitting over there at the end of the table. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, he's had six, those 16. assist numbers for you. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it easy. Carson, uh, freshman, almost halfway to 1,000 points already in his high school career. So obviously he's, uh, he's off to something big here. So he'll be a big point, a big focal point of the team. Over the next few years, and George is giving it all. Like he said, he's giving all I got to senior George at a career high thirty against Baker County on senior night. That had to be special, right? You're there with your family. You go in there and and you go and and have a big game. What was that like? Yes, yeah, so it was fun. You know, my teammates were cheering me on after the game. They mm-hmm. were hyping me up. I didn't know I was gonna have thirty. Uh, I was at twenty six and. Some of the guys on the bench, the coach kept me in. And they said I was four. <laughs> I, I will say this. <laughs> That's cool. I 30, like that. 30 in a high school game is like 50 in the NBA. Yeah, it's it a big is. night. You it know, is. 30 yeah. in, in, a, in a high school yeah. game is like getting 44 in a college game. Yeah. You, you know, the, first of all, the game goes by like that. You have yeah. this smaller clock, and then yeah. they – let the clock run I mean, you're more a big than they should. Have you had thirty this year? No, sir. Yeah. Yes. It's hard no to get star, thirty yeah. in a game, man. Yeah. I mean, we 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 hear that. You know, you watch sports and there's twelve guys last night. Right. You got forty eight and oh, thirty, yeah. but that's hard to get thirty in a high school game. So you're, yeah, what a way. Your to Atlanta Hawks continue to embarrass the association. They gave up 149 last night in regulation. I, I I'm telling you, 149 that guys I'm play say defense. This. Please, if yeah. Fleming Island played the Hawks tonight, <laughs> they could score sixty. Yeah, they'd score sixty on them. Because they all they, they just, they let them just take some jumpers. It'd be like a layup line, and then this, yes, you, they wouldn't be able to stop them. I will grant you, sorry, kids, you won't be able to stop the Hawks, but you can score on them. Guys, it's about you, but let me <laughs> jump in for a second. Is this reminiscent? Do you think back in the day when I used to say I could yeah, score no, in an is, NBA game? Yeah, could I get Silliness. a cherry picked basket yeah. against the Hawks? No, and the reason no, I know this is because ten years ago in his <laughs> prime, he yeah. got to play for the Jam, and it was like eight air balls. Uh, I was Remember? not air balls, but I was zero for seven. Yeah, so zero for seven. <laughs> I was zero for seven. <laughs> I mean, that's like USBL. Uh, and that's good, 15 hey, years ago. Hey, I had some good looks, Carson. <laughs> <laughs> the ball wasn't falling. It was one of those nights, Georgie. It was one of those nights. It was your night. Shoot or shoot. Thank you, Carson. Shoot or shoot. Jeff, you would have scored? 100%. Jeff, Jeff didn't get off the bench if when I'd he played for set, You know what happened? Jeff didn't get in. No, I got in. Here's what happened. That's what happened. Here's what happened. So the jam come along. They start this semi-pro league. This isn't about us. Hold on. The coach, the kids are interested, I can see. The coach is one of these old school, missing a tooth, basketball is basketball, why are we doing this nonsense promotion, right? And so I was the, 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 you know, the test subject. And so I had to practice, do the whole thing, and the game came, and I just sat there. Every goomba in the world got in the game. What? Yeah, they went to the coach and said, you got to play the celebrity guy who's here. I got this man hoisting up <laughs> shots off the side of the backboard. Yeah. I mean, I got the sheriff of Jacksonville getting 10 yeah. shots in a game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that TV shoot. The one dude that could have knocked down about four threes sitting there. He never played. Sitting on the end of the I mean, bench. There got to be a reason for that. Yeah. Like, they knew uh, so. Listen to me. It's his practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't know, Jeff. You want me to kill their confidence? They don't, you want know, me to let Jeff. Them they don't know, do they? They don't know. They don't know. Hey, they know. hey that Jeff will wet, young yeah. boy. Uh, yeah. mm. All right, let's Man. get back to Fleming Island. Keep the game so. below the rim. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll go play. Who is, your, who is your biggest rival? Uh, Clay, uh, Clay, for sure. Clay? Clay? Clay okay. Sure. Yeah, right. yeah. That Clay game was He's a Clay yeah. grad. Yeah. 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 Whenever no E goes to Clay, they lose. Like, if he goes to watch his yeah, arm. I, actually, I saw him at the game before he was yelling at a kid on the court. I tip. I remember. Yeah. 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 And, and Clay lost. <laughs> you guys, don't you love, though, isn't like like high school basketball. I asked all the kids who come through here. But high school basketball, you get the packed gym. There's nothing like it, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. that's as cool as it gets. Yeah. But kids, they all know. You all know each other. So mm-hmm. they dive into stuff now on you. Oh, they get man. these chants going when you're on the road. And they yeah. they get after you about certain things. Oh. Or you're, you're – 
your your ex girlfriend oh, or yeah. what? I mean, they get oh. they get half. Oh yeah, guys, I, stay, don't they? I stay away from their student section. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no, it's bad. <laughs> What's it's that like? Happened. You know, I just gotta block it out. Like sometimes use it as fuel. I use it as yeah. fuel one time. Someone from Clay was saying some stuff, and hey, hey I use it as fuel, and it helped. I remember it that. Definitely helped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, talking yeah. about girlfriends and yeah. stuff, yeah. pulling up <laughs> videos <laughs> from middle school, posting <laughs> online. Oh yeah, hey, after uh, the game, there's a lot of chatter, right? Oh yeah, much, a little much in this level, dude. It is a little much. A little much. It is a little much, but it's the kid. Kids, you know, that's, that's play nice. You kids play nice. They don't play nice. They don't oh, play yeah. nice. What was your favorite game of the year? Clay. Clay. For sure. Thousand percent. Yeah. Okay. Just that because was, of the crowd. and uh, We yeah. probably haven't had that many people in the gym. Uh, okay. Two years, two years, probably two years ago. But we had so many people in the gym that, that game. Always have the basketball players come through where their favorite players are. So uh, 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 George went with Steph. Mm-hmm. And Carson went with Giannis. I went with Jalen. You did. You went with Jalen Brunson. Who'd Fortunately, he never comes over Did you go with Luca? I don't, yeah. Or Trey. I should go with Luca. I'm a Hawks fan. You know, we drafted Luca. You kids forget that now. Oh, yeah, Traded Trey. him for Trey Young. Huh? How dumb is that? How dumb does a person have to be to draft Trey, uh, Luka Doncic and trade him for Trey Young? Can I get an answer? At I what mean, point in the history of basketball Georgie, was, was that, that a good move? I mean, it was a bad You're move. You're a Trey guy. I can look at you. I can see you got a little Trey I, I like, in him. I like Trey. I like Trey. I think Would Trey's you rather have good. him or Luca? I would have Luka. Yeah, of course. Carson, what, what? What has but George right. done on the court? Like, uh, uh, does he does he do ice trade? Has he done any anything <laughs> that you go, oh man? <laughs> I can't think. Maybe hold up a three symbol after he scores. Okay, well, that's okay. That's pretty low key. That's low. What has Carson done, George? Uh, Carson he, doesn't. He flexes a little bit sometimes. A little flex. The clay game. Okay. The clay game. Yeah, that's okay. Good. I got right. no problem with either one of those. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Nah, I ain't had to tone it down though. Last year, I think I had eight takes. So. Yeah, that's eight? a little much. Yeah. Oh, that's eight. a lot. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. What, now, give me, oh, you, give me an example. There. Give okay. me an example of one of the takes. I don't oh, know, yeah. What are we doing here? I blew a kid a kiss after school. Okay, that's not too bad. Probably the worst one. Was oh, no. I was I was yelling at a fan in the crowd and for some reason they just like me and him were going back and forth and he uh-huh. like stood up and so then like when I was guarding his son I like stood over him and stepped over him so then okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair enough that's okay yeah yeah that's fine that's okay. I know. Just know when you get the text use yeah. use the text to insp- coach won't be happy but you got to use the text to inspire the oh boys. no I ran I ran a lot yeah okay. good for you that's good coaching there <laughs> that is good <laughs> that's good coaching all right so Orange Park tonight uh, you could play Pontevedra do you need some help from me I know. I can get into Sam. Pickett likes head to a sabotage bit. his own friends. Yeah, like Sam, he's more likely yeah, he's to do good. that. Than he is good. good. He's yeah, a great, he's a good young man. But I can get into his head. I I've never lost to him in one on one. Really? Of course, uh, he was I eight years out. old when I played him, but <laughs> I never lost to him. Maybe we need you at the game. Then. Yeah, I don't. Know. Maybe a little. I don't think we need it. I plan on going in there and crashing OMP, and then I plan on crashing Pontevedra too. All right, yeah. I like yeah. that. That's, That's what I like. That's what I like end on a positive note. Let's go, Fleming Island. Good luck to you, fellas. Thanks for the long drive, and we appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Oh wait, before you go, any shout outs to any teachers? What's your favorite class? Oh, my favorite class, Miss Kirk, right now. Miss uh, Kirk, shout period. out. It, might, right. it might be her right now. I'm in here. I'm what is what class. is the class? It's hospitality and tourism. Hosp- yes, hospitality Ooh. is an important Man. thing to learn. When I was Carson, in high school, we didn't have hospitality. Freshman, and you, you must have recess for a period, yeah. lunch. <laughs> what else? Shout do you out have? to Miss Cheshire. She's my long term sub for um photography, but she's like the chillest teacher I think I've ever had. Okay, nice. photography. Sure. That's I mean, when I went to college, you know what we had to do? Read and do math and stuff. <laughs> Just say it. I mean, hospitality, <laughs> photography. It's great. I love college nice. and high school, too. All right, All right fellas. Thank Good you. Luck, thank boys. you, Lockett Law right. High School Report. No yes, before sir. you blow. This is The Drill on 1010XL 92.5. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.
Nation. It's another hour with Duval's Big Dogs of Sports Media. Dan Hicken. Yes. Jeff Prosser. Blah, blah, freaking blah. And E to the T. E is a GOAT producer. All right, as we welcome you back for the 9 o'clock nasty, uh, when you start looking at the Jags in the offseason, you know, yet things start to take shape, and they haven't yet, but they obviously are building their plan. And as part of their plan, Cam Robinson, again, he'll count a lot of money against the salary cap. Do you keep Cam Robinson? Do you, I, I'm going to guess you're going to go to him and try to restructure and throw him some money. I mean, I think that's the, the best way to do it. I don't think you can afford to lose Cam Robinson, even though he has been a bit injury prone. He's only played one full season. He's set to account for $21 million of the team's cap space next year, according to Demetrius Harvey. That's uh, how much? $21 million. I just, you know, typically... If the you're Jags be, have 11 to $17.5 million in cap space. If to, you're going to keep a guy uh-huh. who gets relatively well-paid, wouldn't you say that Cam has evolved into the relatively well-paid category? Yes, he's okay. well-paid. And if you're going to have a guy like that for six, seven, eight years, in my opinion, he needs to be an all-star level player. Okay. Cam has never sniffed the Pro Bowl. No. He's never been an all-star level no. player. I think players like Cam Robinson are kind of indicative of the mediocrity that we stay in. Yeah. We need to be better at both tackles. Okay, Dan. but if I had the confidence that I could replace him somehow, some way, via the draft or such, I'd be fine. But with a team that has so many holes to fill – and wanting to be that 10-7, and 11-6 team, I That's don't think fair. you can afford to let well, a guy like him leave. again. That, if you, I just don't know how good he is. I'm starting – here's what last year did to me. Uh-huh. It made me feel like I think my guys are something – some king, and they're really just king of the dipsticks. They're not the best players in the league. They're the best players on my average team. Correct. If you, if you were to franchise Josh Allen, per se, which they will do probably because I don't know why they can't work out a deal – quickly but they can't well you have to talk to him first. uh but if yeah but if you were and if he has to play franchise that's 23 million bucks well there goes there goes your salary cap you know what i'm saying so and again i don't know how or why things are so difficult for this franchise when you look at these other teams and they have all these stars and they're all making tons of money so you have to decide which ones you want to keep and it should yeah. be easier here because we don't have any I mean, Cam Robinson, I'd put Cam Robinson and Calvin Ridley in the exact same boat. They're the exact same guy. Yeah. From like, and, and Now, at least Ridley, earlier in his career, has more all-star level production. Robinson has played one full regular season since being drafted, uh, and that was in 2020. He was drafted in 17. I think you got to try to keep him at least one more year. I just don't. Um, it depends. Like I said, if he's going to make top 10 money for the position, he's got to be an all-star level player. And in yeah. now seven, eight years here, he's never been that. No, I understand He's that. just good. Yeah. And I, that's not a – listen, you know who you know who plays 10, 12 years for you and they're just, and they're just you know, average or a little above average? Interior linemen. Yeah. Meester. Not tackles. Yeah. Right. Meesters and, and, and you know um, – uh, uh, oh gosh, Manawise and but again an indictment on the Jaguars because if Walker Little was ready, this would be a no-brainer. You'd have Walker Little left tackle, That's Anton fair. Harrison at right tackle. I, and but what there's hap- questions about Walker Little? Is he good enough? And, and what happened with him? I mean, Tony told us there was a portion this yeah. year he thought Walker Little was their best lineman. Yeah, and he but he's been played guard. He's played tackle. So um, and they're by the way they're no good interior either. Correct. So that's part They're of worse. Well, that's part of the Cam Robinson dilemma. Their strength is can the I afford to can I afford to 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 create another opening here? Correct. That's the problem. I, you know what? It's a kind then, of sad that, state of affairs. It's a, you know what's a really good draft this year? What a tackle draft. Well, you could. There's you, like six or seven of them in the first round. Again, you could let Robinson go 
And draft a tackle. And draft a tackle and move Harrison to the left, which is where he played. I mean, yeah, that, he could, played very and, well. And yet you have not. He, he played well on the right side. And by doing that, you've not addressed corner. You've not addressed defensive line. You've not addressed interior offensive Correct. line. And yet, and the and now the, the typical uh, reassuring answer is, well, you got a lot more rounds. But here in Jacksonville, we don't get that reassurance because in the a lot more rounds, they make stupid picks that don't materialize into any production. But I think that if you go look at Trevor – and I think the number one thing for this team this offseason is fixing that offensive line. It was terrible last year. There, it was terrible. And it and and so whatever you do, you've got to come up with a plan. And if that means signing some free agents, some veteran free agents to play inside, finding a center, if you got a draft, I mean, you you may draft that big kid from Oregon and the you know, you may get uh listen, if you have a second round pick, and again, that remains to be seen. If you don't have a second round pick because you signed Calvin Ridley, then you got to wait till the third round to get an interior offensive lineman. If you or do you draft a tackle? Uh, there's so many moving parts here as you put together the puzzle piece known as your as your 53 man roster. But you've got to find better football players. We talked back in the eight and three days, Jeff, about all these guys who are playing at a Pro Bowl level. And this guy and that guy, and over 17 games when the smoke cleared. And I'm not going to count Ross Matisic. I'm glad he's good. You couldn't tell the difference between any long snapper in the NFL. I'm sorry. You had Josh Allen, deserved a Pro Bowl. And Evan, and Evan Ingram, Ingram, deserved a Pro Bowl. Deserved a Pro Bowl. We did learn, by the way, that Trevor was invited as an alternate and turned it down yeah. before mentioning I don't care. He was not a Pro I Bowl quarterback. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, that's it. And we were talking about, well, Foya Luacon and, uh, you know, uh, Tyson Campbell, Darius Williams has three picks in three games. And and what about uh, Andre Sisco and how he's playing? And again, the two interior linemen who that you gave money to, Roy Robertson-Harris um, and um, Devon Hamilton, through no fault of Hamilton's, by the way, but neither of them played up to par this this football season. That stuff is crippling. But if you have 15 free agents, and really you could lose 12 of them, who cares? 14 of them. I mean, let me ask you this. I, I, did, I remember the stat at one point where the Jags were like six and one when Cam was starting. He missed four because of the suspension. They came back, he started seven games, they went six and one. Then he missed four or five more with injury. Mm hmm. Then they beat Carolina. He was back in the uh, in in the lineup, and then they they were seven and two with Cam in the lineup. Does that matter? Is that does that translate? Because that could change my mind a little. You know, I don't have much, Dan. I don't know that it. That's does. the one point. Like you said, we are in no position to give away our better than than league average football players. The problem is, I feel now I'm getting hoodwinked into thinking that what we have is not as good as what I thought it was. Yeah. Because if it was, you wouldn't have lost all those games. You wouldn't have folded under the pressure. You would have made the playoffs. You would have had a home playoff game. You would have beaten Cleveland. I mean, there's a thousand of would'ves. I do think, and again, maybe this is hope. I do think a lot of the struggles this year and a lot of the reason they lost games was just the accumulation of injuries for two players in in particular, and that'd be Trevor Lawrence and Tyson Campbell. Tyson Campbell's a much better player than he ever was last year. Right. He right. was a detriment, right. and he's not that. By the way, I thought Trey Herndon was fine. Was good. Yeah. I mean, and he, and he doesn't make a lot of money. He's a guy who... Again, that's why I asked this question, and, and, and I was interested about the answer. And it's our, our Dream Finders poll question today. Which free agent do you want the Jags to take care of first? Now, overwhelmingly, it's Josh Allen, but 
again, why not knock out a Trey Herndon? What, what, how much is Ezra Cleveland going to cost you? Those are a couple guys that you could keep who are, you know, good football players that, you know, will will help you going forward. The rest of them, you know. I don't think it's that you don't want those guys. It's so why do them first? That's well, their sure. effort. That's prior. Sure. The question implies priority. And so certainly your nickel corner Correct. wouldn't be the priority Correct. over your. Um, the uh, subject of today's pest of the day is called up the radio station today. Oh. I, maybe he was trying to get through the front desk. Instead, he's through here to the studios. Okay. Joe, you. Hello, Joe. Top of the morning, boys. It's uh, It's been quite a year, I must say. It's, it's, a, dark, it's a dark time for the U in college basketball. It's. I think we kind of took the year off, you know. I think, yeah. uh, you know, success, with success comes, you know, you got to learn how to, some people don't handle success well. I'm not saying that, God. It's just, you know, just one of those years when everything, everything that can go wrong will go wrong. We scored 38 points last night in a basketball game. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. But on the bright side, you know what? What? We're going to score more than that August 31st when we come to the swamp. I nah. guarantee you that much. Nah. You know you that. Gar- you guarantee it? You know. Why does it when Joe calls, he calls like it's a different rival calling us? You know, one that's worth right. a flip <laughs> rather than like a 7-5 right. and five rivalry. Stop it, Joe. I watch your team. I saw you against Georgia Tech. I watched you against Virginia. Quit it. Until you get good, stop talking down to anyone. We don't. You hear us call up anyone, it's, oh, we're going to kill you. You know why we don't say that? Because we suck like you do. The only one we do that to is Charlton no, Kagani, in fairness. Us. Don't, put us in, don't put us in the boat with y'all, bro. We're why? Because you're y'all. you're 12 and 13 with Mario, and we're 11 and 14 with Billy? Don't put you in the same boat? You play in the ACC, we play in the SEC. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. They should be in the worse boat than us. Stop. What was that? You're better than that, Joseph. He's not. He's not. I was going to look up how many times. So here come, and here, here will come the answer. This will be terrific. I love terrific. Yeah. Um, just gonna, I'm just looking for something here. Where's my... While you look for that, can I ask you a question? Do you think my walk to work will be something like Forrest Gump with thousands of people behind me cheering me on? Or like Rocky when the kids follow him? Mm. Chanting Danny, Danny. Do you think that'll be like that? No, I, I Will think... schools let their kids out to cheer me up as I go by the school? No, but e, I did... is that going to happen? Yeah, I don't think so, bro. No, you can't I get think... Kern and Middle to come out there and cheer me on. <laughs> that would be funny. Alan McConney, anybody? Need <laughs> <laughs> <Give you> some water. <laughs> <laughs> some water, please. Oh my gosh! Uh, Caitlin Clark has scored thirty-eight or more eight times this year. Eight so, times. Yeah, that's a, just she's just one one player for. Iowa, Joe, in case you're wondering. Man, look at the, this girl's stat line, Hick. These yeah. are her last, I don't know, 10 games or so. Uh-huh. 38, 35, 38, 45, 32, 30, 26, 29, 40, 35, 35, 38, 35, 32, 21, 29, 35, 24, 24, 44, 28. Yeah. Did you see there's a little uh, little, little, little spat, a little, 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 what do y'all call that? Dastardly anti-social media that you're on is little... Yeah, a little little spat going on between Twitter war. Cheryl Swoops. Oh, yeah, she was way wrong, dude. What is and, wrong with her? And uh, uh, first off, Connor McCaffrey, Fran McCaffrey is the coach of Iowa basketball. Okay, his son who played at Iowa. Okay, not the good one. They had another one who was better than him. Is dating Caitlin Clark. So he okay. responded. He responded to Cheryl Swoops. Basically, I don't know these old people. Sometimes I, I don't. What, get what, it. what happened? What well, happened? She basically I, said they're on, not going to be stars. Yeah, her oh, and Angel Reese. Come on, yeah. Caitlin Clark is better than anybody in the WNBA right now. When I saw Cheryl oh. Swoops play, she was terrific. Yeah, 
She was. She when was I saw Cheryl Swoops on this podcast or whatever it was, um, she has had a lot of barbecue. Well, see, now I don't know what that <laughs> has to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, some of it went, some of that lard went to her head, I guess, because I, listen to me. I mean, well, come on, Cheryl. Listen, Dang, maybe, maybe you guys what? don't. Is that wrong? Dang. Maybe you guys don't know this. Why is it okay? To, I'm I a mean, women's basketball expert, uh-huh, uh-huh. okay? I know good women's basketball when I see it. I've seen it like three times in my life. Caitlin Clark is one of them, uh-huh. okay? So any thought that she's not going to come into the league and be the best player, I think, is wrong. Because then I had Cheryl Swoops saying, there's good players in this league. They won't do it because it's a really good league. It's really talented. Well, tell the backboard that, By okay? The, way, if you're the no- backboard just called it disagrees. Bro, here's the mistake about Cheryl Swoops is making on Caitlin Clark. If you're the WNBA, you can't wait for her. Of course. She has she course. brings fans, she brings people to your sport, man. I mean, look at what Iowa has drawn in in, in visiting gyms and all over the country. Caitlin Clark is is the best thing to hit the WNBA in a long like Kelsey Will Pl- be. You know, yeah. Caitlin yeah. Clark is gonna pass Kelsey Plum as the all time leading scorer. Kelsey Plum is in the WNBA. Nobody I don't know what team she's on. I'll know what team Caitlin Clark's on. Correct. I mean, I don't understand yeah. why you would be negative about that. I don't know. I don't know why you would and suddenly she, go to and bat. And the other for, thing about Cheryl Swoops, you talk about the lard in her head. She had fact errors in her comments. Yep. She said she's doing it in more than four years. That she has used a COVID nineteen year. She's in her fourth year. She suggested she's a twenty five year old playing against twenty year olds. She's twenty two. Yeah. No, hey, Swoops. What are we doing? Anyway, she's a true senior. She's played one hundred and twenty three games. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand why, uh, 123 games plum set the record in 139 Clark needs 65. She'll pass it in less, less I've games. Never, I've never watched a WNBA game. Right. I never have. Right. I, I, okay, I can fine. watch Caitlin Clark. Right. She has her WNBA debut next year. It will interest me. Yeah. I, it doesn't make me right or wrong or indifferent. Here's another thing about cam. This is a good point. We don't have very many mean, tough, ornery guys, and he's one. Yes. You know, we oh, need yeah. that, some of that mentality. Oh, yeah, 100%. So I'll take his mentality over Walker Littles right now. I, the, 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 you know. I agree. Talent, whatever. Uh, back to the phone line. Oh, you're going to have to restructure. Yes. Mr. Tennessee. Oh, speaking of. Now, him we give crap about every year because sure. we deserve it. It's the only thing we got left, 10, but we have beaten you 17 hey. out of 19. I don't hide. I come get it face-to-face. Yes, you I do. Scared from that standpoint. Yeah. And Joe, you should should be banned for a month for scoring thirty eight points in a college basketball game. <laughs> well, that's, that's fair. Tough, well, that man. we'll put that in front of the council. And by the way, uh, hopefully, <laughs> Kentucky Geoff has recovered from the man cave uh, outing that he had this Saturday. Yeah, Kentucky Geoff uh, is in a dark place right now. I've not heard from him in days. I'm worried about him. It's it's you know, Florida and Tennessee went back to back up there at Rupp and just took the cats to pieces. Yeah, so here, here's a question I have for you guys. Maybe you guys missed it. I don't know. Did you see the three clowns on the radio show that were making fun of uh, Nico and his name? No. I think it's like one of those guys were from ESPN. I mean, yeah. check it out. It's, it's right. kind of, you know, it's kind of sad from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Last thing, if Dan was the owner, Jeff was the GM, and I was the head coach, mm-hmm. you tell me if we were looking at the Jaguars, mm-hmm. And we're, we were on that, those those positions on another team. Who would we want to sign off the Jaguars right now? Who would we say, hey, 
We'd right. like to have this guy. Yeah. The there a, might be three players. In not that many. Team. Go Vols. Thank you. That's a good point. In and out. I like the fact that he made me the owner, though. I don't care. You're going to pay. The, you're going you're to pay the hell out of me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm your GM. But I'm going to tell you this. Yeah, I am going to be on you like you're on Bob. Whatever. I don't. I'm not. I mean, af- I'm not afraid. I'll you, just you make you spin the wheel and walk to work, and we'll all have fun on your four-hour jaunt. Can't make the owner walk. Dude, what's he talking about, Nico, and the name? I don't even know what he's talking about. Know. Well, you'd have to look it up. I, there is no looking it up based on what he said. What is he, he said? Even that he said that a talk show, certain talk show, talking about Nico and making fun of his name or who's something. Nico. The quarterback at Tennessee. Got to be that Tennessee. Oh, your guy up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he assumes you know that. Yeah, I do know. Yeah. I do know that. I was not. It was not. We were talking about the Jags, and I just don't know what he was talking about. I thought we got about the NFL. We got to do some New York City headlines, but the one that wow. I, I want to mention before we go to break, uh, uh-huh. the the, the you know, again, we're still waiting to find out what the heck happened to the three frozen dudes. I, I mean, uh, we know that they had drugs in their system. Of course, the parents of Did one we, of them. Is that new? We've known that all along? No, it came out in the last week or so. Okay. Fentanyl. What, I mean, they do, so fentanyl killed them. Yeah, most likely. But yeah. what what happened? What did did the guy, and that would explain why the guy went to sleep for 48 yeah, hours. Yeah, I don't think he slept for 48 hours. I don't think anyone does. I think that's an absolute lie. Well, if you take, I, yeah. I think if you take those drugs. I don't know, you, you man, may, maybe. He maybe know. was close to I'll never to find death. out. I'm yeah. going to stay away Very from the good. fentanyl. Just, you know. Uh, they had three times the lethal Pro level tip. of fentanyl as well as THC and cocaine in their systems. Uh, mom says what matters is that he didn't take that to die. It just means there's more to the story. There's more than that. Okay. It could be bad fentanyl, so it might not be the guy. And maybe you can. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. 48 hours sleep to me doesn't sound like sleep. It sounds like a coma. Yeah, for sure. Right? I, yeah. And well, maybe he did fall into a coma. Somebody I, gave them something that would kill them is what the, they it, thought they were taking a party drug and right. they ended up taking something. And that may have happened. I don't know. Yeah. You know, so. well, three dudes but died. I think it did listen, happen. That's the risk you run. When I don't you think take the drug. Right. I've never thought that he killed them. OK. Yeah. I've never thought that. No. As anyone else, I guess. No, I think maybe what you're do- doing, though, is like admitting, that, you know, they're trying to say at first that there that there wasn't. Some of these things that you just said, I thought at least. Mm-hmm. So the guy knows something. The guy knows they're all doing fentanyl. You don't want to say that. Maybe you get some sort of. I, this is a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it and maybe you can answer it. I don't know. Do you take other drugs that are laced with fentanyl and don't know it? Or do you take the drug fentanyl knowingly? No, it gets laced. They put it in to cut other drugs. And yeah, there is fentanyl is used realistically, but a much smaller dosage. Okay. Like for pain, like typical medical pain relief. So and the chance you take when you take drugs off the is street is that it could be fentanyl and it's more fent- a lot of fentanyl. Yes, and in it's there. more and more and, and more that kills and more you. common. Correct. Yes. Okay. That's what I that's what I thought, but I did not know that for sure. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, this is the drill. It's ten ten XL ninety two point five FM. E, you want to do New York City headlines when we come back? Oh, let's do it. All right, that's on deck. I will say to a uh, small discussion, agree to disagree on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Um, uh, we are back here. We're we are get- back. We are back. We are back. <laughs> We're going to get to uh, New York City headlines. Oh, I got some doozies. I am told. Um, I-, I noticed something from the NBA last night, and we are seeing before your eyes, or perhaps you're not, perhaps you're not watching, but we've got a couple legends and legacies that are just laying down for their long eternal nap. Mm-hmm. Okay, One of those is the Golden State Warriors. And it's over in Golden State, and you know, Steph. I mean, they're they're under five hundred. They all finish somewhere around five hundred. It's are, over. The, the dynasty's it's, over. Oh, the dynasty's over. Mm-hmm. And last night, that dynasty became that 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 dynasty ending 
you know, sequence for the Warriors became a little uncomfortable. Did you see what happened with Klay Thompson last night? He got benched. They're, they're coming back last night. They're in a game against uh, the Brooklyn Nets, and it just shows you where they're at, that they're scrapping with the Brooklyn Nets to try and get a win. Mm-hmm. A few nights afterward, by the way, they lost in Atlanta despite Steph scoring 60. And so Clay hops up to get his stuff here. It's about six minutes to go in the game. And um, he was left out of the closing lineup for the second time in three games and now is admitting it's, quote, very hard dealing with watching some of the most important moments from the sidelines. Uh, yeah. You kidding me? Go from, you know, one of the best players. It's hard for anybody. I'll be honest with you. It's very hard. Four for nine from the field yesterday, 0 for three from the line. He exited in favor of, you ready? Moses Moody with 7.19 to go and spent the rest of the game glued to the bench. He then watched Warriors coach Steve Kerr opt to play Guy Santos, a rookie who had a grand total of 61 minutes down the stretch in place of Clay Thompson. This came on the heels of doing the same thing in Golden State's win over Memphis on Friday. Um... And then he closed with Thompson in a Saturday loss after Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, injured his ankle. So, look, we've seen, you know, Draymond's coming apart psychologically. I mean, it's just been one thing after another. And Clay, obviously, if he is being, he's not any good. Yeah. Like for the Warriors to be as dominant and great as they were. Yeah, yeah, right. These guys are awesome players. Steph still is. Clay no longer is. And he's losing time. Like to journeymen and rookies you know, that don't even play. You know, he's playing out of his mind is uh, Kawhi. <laughs> yeah, I said that earlier. Yeah. They're the best team in basketball right now, the Clippers. And and and, so and amazing to me. Too. Well, again, I, I got to get pushed to shove at the end of the year and tell me how Jimmy Harden and Russell Westbrook are going to yeah. pair up with Kawhi and Paul George, who seem to be pretty unselfish players. All righty, crank up that music, baby. I want some New York City headlines. Actual headlines from actual New York periodicals. Country icon dead. We lost Toby Keith at the age of 62. Sad story there, obviously. Uh, Florida woman steals deputy deputy's patrol car, crashes into oncoming traffic, killing herself and two others. Hey, it's, it's a good news Tuesday so far. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. What are we doing? Not hot to trot. Glamorous murder for hire equestrian. Unrecognizable in prison mugshot. Yeah, a lot of times what is glam and what is reality look very different when the mugshot comes into play. It went from glam to damn. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Parents of Lacey Fletcher, woman found melted to couch, plead no contest to manslaughter. I mean, how do you get away from that evidence? Oh, no. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes offers little on dad's DWI arrest ahead of Super Bowl. Quote, he's doing good. I don't, I, I disagreed with what you and Tony said yesterday. I don't think it's that much of a distraction, but. Mm-hmm. Certainly a little dysfunctional. I, mean, SN- I don't think he's going to be thinking about his dad on third and seven. Uh-huh. SNL bringing back fired cast member Shane Gillis as host proves the silliness of cancel culture. What do they cancel him for? SNL has become so gross. They're just so judgmental and holier than thou. And it used to be funny. You know, humor used to be funny. And now it's just like a targeted. They're still doing that? Yeah, they still do some. It's just, it's now the problem is they don't do that all the time. But they've already showed themselves as smarter than you, mm-hmm. you know, in third buckets. Minor threat. Former NBA star threatened to slap the bleep out of me during games. Student basketball announcer. <laughs> well, then you must have been saying something. Right. I don't know. I got to know what was being said yeah, there. I Sometimes need you need a slap in the face, uh-huh. Hick. It's that Barnes guy, and he's a volatile dude. Who is, oh, who is it? 
Oh, Matt Barnes? Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I side then with student yeah. announcer. Yeah, Matt Barnes is cray-cray. He's yeah. crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> the best, the, the baddest A Kobe video that's out there. Yeah, yeah. There's a play when Barnes plays for Orlando, Dan. Have you seen uh, this video, the snippet of video? Had to. Barnes is out of bounds. Kobe is guarding the inbounds. And Barnes takes the ball and does one of these. Like, close to his face. Like, got to an inch to his nose. Kobe didn't even move. Didn't Love even flinch. Like, Love who that. are you think you Gut poser? Gut-wrenching persons of interest in shooting deaths of newlyweds in sports bar taken into custody. I don't, why, I mean, why is it gut-wrenching who the who the perpetrators are? It's more gut-wrenching who the victims were. Real big catch. Florida high schooler reels in 250-pound Goliath grouper from the beach. Oh, from the beach is what makes that interesting. You typically find a grouper out uh, a little deeper water. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, mm-hmm. you know, high on algae. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not easy catching 250-pound fish, by the way, especially from no. the beach. You weren't prepared for that. Keep up inside Kylie Jenner's kids' over-the-top carnival-themed birthday, rides, games, and more. Yeah, I mean, this rich. it's the rich being rich, man. I just told you. I mean, I got Mahomes and Brittany. They, their little two-year-old's got a Prada bag because every two-year-old needs Prada. <laughs> you know, that's what they do, Hick. That's what they need, huh? Uh, McDonald's customer sues restaurant after claiming cheese on Big Mac almost killed him. Um, yeah, I've, I've always found the cheese on my McDonald's burgers to be tasty. <laughs> Those, there they are, the New York City headlines, actual headlines from New York City periodicals. Uh, we, I, they're too crazy uh, to make up. That's just that's how yeah. they roll up there, man. I mean, it's a good thing we live where we do. Uh, it, the New York City headlines or whatever we throw together for you at this time of day, it's always brought to you by Pet Paradise. It's one last reminder for you before you get started on your day and before we end our workday, that outside of the workday, you often need help when it comes to that pet care and the providing don't make it the last thing on your list. Get it set up. You know when your summer vacations are coming this year. Get in touch with Pet Paradise here now and get it all set up ahead of time because no one will treat your pet better than the pet spa services provided by our friends at Pet Paradise. Take it from me, man. I've been in there. I, I know what it's like to take a dog to the vet. There, there. You, you got to, you got to drag them in there, right? They get those back feet dug in. Those dogs show up at Pet Paradise, man. You would think they just got to Disney World. They love it because they are loved, and it's the best place that you can provide for your pet. It's Pet. Paradise. Find out more at Pet Paradise and download that app today. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. All right, all right, all right. Tony, good morning. Matthew McConaughey. Good morning. Ah, Some people say. Um, (laughs) What's going on? Uh, we'll be getting into, we're going to start our Tuesday top fives. Tuesday no, this top week. Uh, we're going to get that started this week. We're having Super Bowl themes okay. with our questions all week long. So okay. today's top five, we're going to give our five favorite Super Bowl memories. Love that. We also make that our question of the day. So okay. just the people's five favorite Super Bowl memories. Cristiano mm-hmm. from Brazil, Jaguars fan from down in Brazil, is actually here in the studio oh. uh, today. So we may say hi to him as well. Is he hoping that the Jags play the Eagles week one on a Friday night? I doubt it would hurt his feelings <laughs> if that's the way that worked out. I wouldn't think it would with us yeah, probably playing two across the pond. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to put him out there for three. But yeah. It's not impossible. I would not think so. So what is your favorite Super Bowl memory, Tony? Do you want to give us one of your five? You don't have to give us all five, but tell me oh, no. one of your like, five My number favorite. one, it's not going to be a surprise, yeah. right? Like, I, I grew up a Giants fan yeah, and right. was a Giants fan for years. Mm-hmm. My number one Super Bowl memory is Tyree. Yeah. Right? Our, our, like, that play that. is unbelievable. Yeah. Maybe the greatest play in Super Bowl history. It mm-hmm. happened to be made by a team that I was rooting for against an undefeated Patriots team. So, 
Yeah, that's the. That's I don't the know if I could say one. As a guy, I was obviously very happy for Tom. As a guy who's watched, can remember Super Bowl. Which one was the Vikings Chiefs? Way back four. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah. By the we'll way, do that. Yeah, yeah we can't we ask do that, that question. We got to yeah. be doing that. Like, but yeah. as a guy who who you know made a bet with his neighbor on Vikings Chiefs Super Bowl mm-hmm. four. Yeah, that's uh, what got you started on yeah, your path of yeah. career degeneration. <laughs> and by the way, that was a loss. It should have told me something. Everybody said the Vikings were going to win. Uh, I have so many different Super Bowl memories that you know too many to mention, but they're just such great. Yeah. moments in the biggest game it's it's sure. it's great stuff but and by the way before Mahomes got there that was the last time the Chiefs have won a Super Bowl isn't that crazy is it you know? favorite Super Bowl memory or like most memorable Super Bowl favorite. favorite yeah favorite do you have one favorite I don't know if like I have it can one. be anything I don't know if I have one favorite yeah. I watched my team that I grew up living and dying with lose a 25 point second half lead yeah. the Super Bowl can GTH yeah <laughs> okay I may have a I may have a moment from that particular game on my phone. I've never yeah. had a I've never had a rooting interest in the game, so I don't have yeah. favorite moments. I have memorable ones. Yeah. You know, there's things I yeah, remember. Yeah, the Julio catch. Yeah, I remember some Might things have been the more than catch others. Ever if they they had a 25 point lead and lost the game. There's nothing good from the game. <laughs> nothing. I, you yeah. won money that day. Con, the next yeah, day. Yeah, I didn't didn't feel like it. Uh, and Kyle Shanahan can take a big old suck pill before oh, the Super Bowl here. and blow another one. I never want that guy to win anything in his life. All right. Yeah. Well, have a great show, Tony. Thank you. Uh, our work is done here. It's a Super Tuesday in the books here on The Drill. Tomorrow, walk to work uh, Wednesday. Let's get oh, her done. That should be good. I mean, I, I you know. Technical I, difficulties, I Jeff, think, carry the show. I think he's got to leave earlier than 60. Yeah, I think That's so, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, we got to have some. And we, we let him have a break, really. I mean, before the, before the level of the. Well, we could have said you got to be. If you're walking, the wheel twice, well, when days, you drive to work, what time do you got to be to work? The only thing we could have demanded is if Seven. you got to walk to work, you got to be at work on time. Yeah, we, that's all. Yeah, it could have been different. But yeah. no, I'm not. It's not a big stink. Let's keep it how it is. I hope you freeze your nose off. We'll just do it. <laughs> kind that of way. a kind of a objection. So, well, on the day before, somebody no, said, we said Monday that. I think we said this all along, and you just you like you know covered your ears and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> somebody yeah. say you should wear that cheer sweater. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it on today. <laughs> <laughs> I found it here. It was left here after the, after the debacle. And all I right, well, washed it and wore it. Hickle walk to work tomorrow, and we'll throw sandwich meat at him on Thursday, and then his slate will be wiped clean, and I'm not going to lie, we'll all be hoping E loses the golf picks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, we kind of do. E, represent with the pie now. Oh, yeah, I got you. I'm holding yeah, it down I, for the When drill. I come in tomorrow, I want a blue ribbon. I'm going okay, to Again, this, you can't hold any of this against me. This is a beautiful Mrs. Peach. She's a wonderful person. She's got yeah. none of the terrible traits that I have, and <laughs> the deliciousness should overwhelm everyone. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. It's been a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday.